Zach, does your hat say ketchup on it? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's that. That's that water burger. Don't you? Don't you? <laughs> you! I triggered him. I triggered him. I triggered him. You see that? Bit. <laughs> Seafood's the best. Dude. Oh, shut up! When I saw that post. I was like, "How?" Oh, dare whatever, Efron. Whatever. Oh, like, what's? Oh. <laughs> Wow! Just like that. Are we going there? Just like that. Wow! Z for Zac Efron. Okay, we we are live. By the way, we're live on channel eleven thirty eight. Everyone can hear us. Everyone that wants to hear us. This is going to be fun. Everybody that can hear us should hear us. Hear me now. Um, we just if you would like to be a part of this Sith show, you can join Sith us show? right now. Follow the link that I'm putting in the chat right now. Come join us. Be a part of the cult. This that episode is sponsored by Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Wayne's World, the first movie? Oh, yeah. When I just watched pipes. both no. of them the other day. <laughs> the product placement scene is top tier. You like I've heard of the, that. The pizza hut box. Okay, but yeah. how, does, how does their product placement compare to the Subway product placement on Community? I haven't seen Well, that's that it's kind of I different kind banging. of product placement. Because like, <laughs> it's a whole episode centered it's on it. so obvious it hurts. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why that do we have to change, Why do we have to change someone's name to Subway just so that we know that Subway paid for this goddamn TV show? <laughs> or the and then one, they yeah. brought it back for like the Chrysler episode oh, or whatever. Oh, it was. That was amazing. Was it, was it, was it Chrysler or Toyota or? or it might have been Toyota. I don't know. I know, know what you're talking about. He's a level susceptible. He's a level seven. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On that note. On that note, I, w- I just came from a football oh. game. I just came from a high school football game that's like uh, the stadium's literally eight minutes away from me, and I didn't even know it existed until like two weeks hey. ago. And uh, my mom teaches at the high school that the stadium is at, which is really cool. And so she got free tickets. We went to go watch some competitive football. It was 17-13 at halftime when I left. Like, it was a good game. Um, but the announcer – the PA announcer. My mom says she's like 80 to 90% sure it's their principal announcing this game tonight. And I was oh. listening to him. I was listening to him, and 80 to 90% of the time, I was sure I was listening to Dean Pelton call a football game. <laughs> if, if, you, if you just watch like the opening uh, scene to the pilot of Community, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, like just the pilot, you hear Dean Pelton talking to all the different annou- uh, like all the different announcements and the welcome to community college, and he like cuts himself short because he spills the card. And he's like, "Nevertheless, oh, yeah. I wish you luck." <laughs> oh, maybe it wait. was yeah. Moby doing the announcements. Oh my hmm. gosh! At least it wasn't. Oh, uh, what's what's the kid with the with the slobbery voice? The the one with the the one with the glasses who ends up actually having his own love story, not Derek. Jared. Is this in Community or it's something in, it's else? In, it's, in, it's in Community. He's like a secondary. Oh yeah, character. it's Garrett. Yeah. Garrett. Yes. <laughs> Garrett. At least it wasn't. It's a bear dance. Oh my 
gosh. The one that got me was the one where they're doing the, the simulated uh, United Nations. And he's like, Crisis I was like, stop, please. Crisis alert. Crisis alert. Oh, my gosh. He sounded His head like, was floating. Sounded, sounded like my brother doing a Sylvester the Cat impression from Looney Tunes. Oh, my gosh. Zach, you're going to be so mad at me. I'm already mad at you. Why? I have not started <laughs> Altered Carbon yet, but I started I another show. There. I started another show instead. What did you start? Oh, I haven't seen it. Either, no, so. I started watching The Boys. Oh. Has anybody oh. seen The Boys? I've read the comics, <laughs> and there's like some really messed up stuff in there, they so I didn't want yes. to watch the show. I've watched two episodes, and it's like simultaneously the most messed up and best thing I've seen in a long time. It's funny like, how I want to watch it, but at the same time, I saw a clip from it, and it was a guy work putting his hand putting his hands in the mouth of another guy and splitting his jaw open. And I was like, "Okay, I'm done." I'm well, done. I haven't gotten there oh. yet, but mm, yeah, interesting. <laughs> I'm thinking of maybe I shouldn't watch it. <laughs> no. it's, it's, it's not even like like, like Ben's description me makes off. me want to watch it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's the difference between you and me. It's like I go, it's actually. Like, <laughs> I would see I, maybe not, whenever I get Prime, maybe that was well, that was not me. even the violence for me. It's just that, like in the comics, there's some really uncomfortable sexist stuff and i get that satire but it's like really uncomfortable and like i don't know if the Mm -hmm. show watered it down or not but yeah i'm just like really put off of the boys ip in general it i think the way they handle it in the show because i haven't read the comics is just like it it's very reflective of a lot of me too stuff that goes on like right like power being misused and things like that for you know sexual things it's it it, it it gets pretty gross but it, it doesn't like it doesn't like uh romanticize it or make like like make it seem like it's good or anything like it, it's obviously mm-hmm. disgusting the way they portray it and it makes you hate the people that are doing that in the show it makes you because <laughs> they are the bad guys like it's weird like not to spoil anything because they kind of give it away right in the first episode but yeah the the superheroes in this world they're called the seven right and they're kind of loosely mm-hmm. based on the justice league and um <laughs> i mean it's not tied to dc or marvel or anything it's its own thing but like all the the members of the seven are are like you can see parallels between like there's this one guy called the deep and he's like this water type character and he's very much like aquaman and then there's uh there's homelander and he's kind of like their superman slash captain america and there's uh black noir he's kind of the batman and um queen mave is like the wonder woman and so on you know uh a train he's this super fast guy like the flash and um turns out they're all (laughs) dicks basically yeah um (laughs) that i've heard yeah and it's it's the boys are basically these guys that are trying to uh give them what they deserve because they're not the greatest and i i just love it the fact that it's it's what would happen in the real world like we we had superheroes dicks they would be they would just be Mm -hmm. horrible people that have superpowers yeah they they wouldn't be heroes they would be super dicks they would yeah, either like, they would like, either be chronical, they yeah. would either be bad people 
or they would be good people manipulated by the government, which is bad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or, or both or both. Cause I, I had my friend Dan over and I was like, Hey, I found a show that maybe you and I would like, and we watched the first two episodes and but like several times throughout the show, both of us were like, this is what would happen in real life. Like if, if there were, people mm. with this level of power you know and the, it's all like money based you know and like the the people that are part of this corporation i think it's called like vot corporation or something but they they basically hire these superheroes in these different towns across america can pay like millions of dollars to have a superhero and they're, they're like contracted to their town for a number of years or whatever and they're like that town superhero and and there's so much like money trading going on and greed and like it really does a good job at portraying like that Con- angle of things contracted powered protection for your city exactly yeah, so yeah. you don't feel uh-huh. like this social obligation like oh metropolis is my town gotham is my city i must protect it <laughs> no it's always like you know <laughs> hey kansas city this is their demographics hey we have a superhero that would fit that demographic a lot really well 300 million dollars for five years you know and it's like it, it's, it's, it's like hey. it's like like football team or something i was a, yeah. i was literally about to say that like i was watching a, a pro football game last night and they said that Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, ironic that you said Kansas City, mm-hmm. the quarterback for Kansas City just signed a deal that if he like meets all the incentives, he's going to make a half a billion dollars over the next six or seven years. How can a human being make a half Whoa. a billion? <laughs> they, yeah, like it's a hundred and forty-two million guaranteed, up to five hundred and five million in incentives. Although Jeff Bezos is like five hundred million. That's I was like, yeah, I got that in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah. he's one of those. He's one of those people. Money. Here's the thing that 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 drives me crazy about the rich. And my camera just turned off. I don't know why. Did I? Is it because I, 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 I hit? Yeah. I hit, I hit <laughs> the. I hit the, I hit the table, and I, I was I was angry at rich people, and I hit the table, and I was like, uh, "Okay, what happened?" All, all I see is a message that says <laughs> Zach's computer will self destruct in ten nine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Zach, Zach's like eat Uh-oh. the rich. <laughs> just, is this mission possible though? <laughs> Uh, Zach, are you one of those people that put a guillotine in front of Jeff Bezos' house? Is was that you? Yeah, that was totally me. <sighs> what is that gallery view, speaker view? Oh, speaker view. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a couple different like ways you can see everything. Yeah, I prefer gallery. Gallery's me, nice. me too. It kind of gives everybody some. Yeah, I, I just switched to that too. It's pretty cool. Am I back? Yeah, yeah there you hey, go. Hey, yeah, we can see you. Hey, so. There, there was this, 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 this uh, I don't know what you call it, like an infographic that I read that said people like, uh, like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos are so rich that if they were to drop a $100 bill on the ground, it would literally not be worth their time to bend over and pick it back up. Yep. I, yeah. Oh. <laughs> They, you know they would have I'm made more money in that time of bending over and picking it back up than they would have if they just kept on walking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah, Jeff Bezos, well, come to my house 
and just walk around. <laughs> just walk just around. Drop money. Pockets full of one hundred dollar bills you and just walk <laughs> and walk away. Like do the chicken dance as you're yeah, walking out of my house and drop those hundred dollar bills like there's no tomorrow. There goes one hundred bucks. One hundred buck buck bucks. You honestly didn't see that coming. Oh come on. There's a certain pecking order when it comes to these jokes, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can see me go. You are too chicken to say any, any <laughs> other chicken jokes. Oh, oh, really? Mm. Well, I mean, That's you, would, you, you, you would know because, you know, the whole thing about birds of a feather. This is where I uh, get off the Zoom call. <laughs> you saying I laid an egg? <laughs> oh, come on, Jake. Don't beak that way. You're done. You're done. You're done. Oh, man. I could go a lot more rough, but I'm just being tender with you right now. Oh. <laughs> all right. That's a, it for the show tonight, a, guys. Uh, let me give you a nugget of advice. All right. Um, <laughs> You better stop. Honestly, I'm just winging it right now. (laughs) How dare you? Like chicken wings. (laughs) Yep, yep, Steven, you got it. (laughs) Way to go, buddy. You got the joke. (laughs) Um I have the thigh ground. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough internet for today. Oh, we're just getting started. <laughs> Speaking no, of getting started, don't we supposed to be like doing some stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm uh, trying to update XSplit, but it's still downloading. Oh, I I don't think oh, I'm going to be able to do the video feed unless well, I try it with unless I try it with OBS. But I've literally never used OBS before. Well, if you want to see us, you'll just have to join us on Zoom. Them's the rules. Them's the rules. Yeah, that's the rules. Even if your time zone is weird. <laughs> if, man. Oh boy. When when I. It's okay. It's okay. When 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 I introduce you, can you can you tell me the the correct pronunciation for your name, please? Um, it's Matthias, but if it if you pronounce it wrong, it's okay. I'm used Matthias to it. And, 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 and your last name? Kjolstad. Kjolstad. See, I think... That's, that's the best version we can have for English-speaking. Okay, it, yeah. Since uh, my actual name has a, a, a character in it that you don't have, so... Yes, I, I've noticed that. It's kind of like a, like a line that goes through... Yeah. The, the, the thing in that here, goes, oh. here in Norway, we call it uh, but uh, you don't uh. have that. Yes. Great. Interesting. Very interesting. That's the noise I make when I have to get called into work early. Ugh. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, I can add an image. Uh, yeah, just, okay. Add an image. Browse. I'm trying OBS. Jake, have you used OBS before? I have. It's been a little while. I think I, I mean, I remember it being pretty user friendly, but that was after a couple of YouTube tutorials. So I don't know. Yeah. I did like a half of a YouTube tutorial. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a little lost, but I think, 
I have the image that I need. This is actually actually really good practice for me because I'm going to try and use OBS on my broadcasts uh, this fall. So there you go. This is. Yeah, we're in. We're incorporating a video feed. Usually, high school football isn't allowed to be videoed, so that they try and encourage people to come to the games. Um, but because of COVID this year, they were like, "Yeah, actually, it's probably better if we give people other options." And so, um, they said it was okay to actually do um, video feeds this year. So, nice. I'm gonna take what I've got and try and incorporate a little little video into it. Um, Audio input capture. I'm trying to make sure I can hear you guys. Can can y'all talk for a little bit while I work on making sure I've got everything I need? I am talking and saying some things. <laughs> I, um, I, yeah. I'm just putting some stuff up in the kitchen right now. Ah, that's why you don't have your camera on. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I'm going to decorate right now. <laughs> My kitchen. <laughs> I just imagined you putting up like a shelf or something. I'm I'm trying to be in not that high when at all right now because as I told Ben and Jake, my parents are sleeping right now, so uh, I'm not trying to mean, be You you mean your parents sleep at four in the morning? Mine don't. Who <laughs> sleeps at four in the morning? I'll sleep when I'm dead, thank you very much. <laughs> I think so too sometimes, but you have to sleep sometime. <laughs> so <laughs> that's <yeah>. a myth. <laughs> if I was a doctor, I would recommend zero sleep. <laughs> what about my pillow? My pillow. What was that? Nobody gets that reference. I guess nobody watches Fox News. My pillow. No, only f- the only, only thing I like on about- purpose. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I like about Fox News, even though I don't really watch it, is those pictures I sometimes search for when it comes to shit. What's the word? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, when they have the stats and they are having wrong type. You know what? I have to search for it because I don't remember the word. <laughs> Aha! Create live stream. What is a stream key, Jake? I've never heard of a stream key before. A uh, stream key is basically what you would type it. So, like, when I've done it... So, let me think. If I was recording my screen to Facebook, I would have to go on to Facebook... I think either Facebook or OBS and one of those has a stream key and you take that and you copy and paste it into whatever. This was the word I was looking for. So I'm not trying to confuse you at all, but like, I think OBS has a stream key. You take that copy and paste it into Facebook's live. Uh, like if you open up Facebook live or whatever, it'll have a space where you can put the stream key from OBS. So you just do that. And then anytime you hit start, broadcasting on your obs it'll automatically link up to facebook live well the problem is it has a a duration the the stream key only lasts a certain point um i think that's just something you can like refresh and get a new one well yeah but the 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 downfall to that is um 
if I'm if I'm doing a broadcast like every week, then I'm gonna have to get a new stream key every week. I mean, that's not hard. Uh, yeah, that's Blue Falls too. It's inconvenient, but Aaron, it's not like no way. Especially with okay. school. Can I can I can I switch profiles? Because it looks like it's trying to broadcast to my personal page, and I want to broadcast from a not from sure. from the IPC page. Do you can you switch it, or do you need to go to the page itself? That's what uh, I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Because it opened it opened the new window in Microsoft Edge. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Edge! I'm doomed now. So edgy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three edgy, five me. I'm edging myself. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, no, yikes. I think I found the picture that was still not. Three spooky, five you. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm. Oh, yeah. This is the only thing I really like about Fox News. This oh, yeah, really like wrong the... statistics they have. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make sense. <laughs> but it's kind of fun. <laughs> Enough space. Oh gosh, what is this? They more Check than one percent. Hashtag BBQ no. watch. <laughs> what are those? Nice. Those, those are oh those gosh. are patties. Those are nice. hamburger patties. Crabby patties. Uh, it's actually it's beyond burgers. Beyond. Yeah. That, hey. So what's beyond a burger? Like heaven? <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, they taste like heaven. <laughs> Only you just get to heaven a little slower. I guess. <sighs> okay. It tastes so, like Star Trek Beyond. So you got like the space station oh. in there and like maybe some Beastie Boys <laughs> in the background. I, I like that scene. Mm. I didn't. <laughs> it it's really one way or another with people, right? Actually, when we JJ talk about Abrams the... couldn't help himself. Actually, when we talk you about just... Star Trek, yeah, it okay. started. Uh... Huh. Sorry, I did not mean to cut you off. Please, it's on. okay. It's okay. Um, I actually started on the Discovery earlier this year. We have, and we've seen the first season. Pretty good. Oh yeah, I love it. Hmm. Yeah, we watched it on the Blu-ray, so we—that's why we haven't done the second season yet. I we see. don't have the streaming service it is on, and I think it will be on a different streaming service since I live in Norway and we don't have CBS All Access. That's it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought all people could access it. Hey, could somebody go to the Facebook page really, really fast and see if I'm actually broadcasting live? I will go do that. I think I I finally figured it out. I had to get a stream key from the Facebook page, and I applied it to OBS. Oh, that's what you had to do. And when I hit apply and then hit start streaming from OBS, I got this little pop-up window saying, "Now listen now, celebrating 300 episodes. So... Maybe seeing I... anything yet? Yeah, see. yeah, I don't I see a picture, see a but uh, I don't see a let stream. On, let me look on regular Facebook. On all saying, refreshing, refreshing. Mm-hmm. Give me something. 
uh, go live now. See that the whole episode is a pinned post. Yes. I haven't seen holes yet, so I have not seen, uh, not heard that episode. I mean, <laughs> it's really good. The episode it's or on. the movie? Uh, both. Both. <laughs> both. I guess. Good answer. Bye, <laughs> right, guys. I haven't like, heard or seen any of those. because like Holes is a great movie, and you guys were talking about how great it was. So I really liked the episode too. That's fair. Okay. It's on the list, as many of your episodic podcast uh, movies are. Except for a few, but yeah. Remember when Superman 4 was the pinned post for like a month or two? That was hilarious. That's one of the few that I'm probably not going to watch. That's fair. You're not missing out on not watching that movie. (laughs) Although I have them... I have Superman up to Superman Returns on Blu ray now, just because of this. So. Oh, wow. I like Superman Returns. It's okay. It's kind of boring, but it's like, I don't know. I've got a soft spot for it because it was the first Superman movie I ever saw. Yeah, it has Hmm. its strengths and its weaknesses. Yeah. Okay. I think maybe I'm not finished publishing the video. Maybe that's part of the problem. Uh, Maybe. Hmm. First two I was I had seen is uh, Man of Steel and also oh, what was it named again? Uh, it's a mm, Superman movie with Supergirl and uh, I think Brainiac is in it too. I don't know what it was called again. Are you talking about uh, the Supergirl movie from the 80s? Because uh, I don't no, like that one that either. One. <laughs> it's an animated one I'm talking about. Oh. You were animated. Um, that was... Give me, a, give me a second. I will search it up on IMDb. Man of Tomorrow? No. Was it... I think it has no, Superman and Batman in the title, doesn't it? Uh, no, it's not that one. Let me see here... I don't remember what it's called, but I remember one of the actors, so I'm gonna search up her first and then get to the actual movie I'm talking about. I think I'm live now. Yep. Yes! I see it! I see it! All right, can you, like, share the crap out of that on different things, possibly? Yeah. Now that I've got it, I'm going to stay in the comments. Superman Unbound, was it? Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that one was all right. What was it called? Hmm. Superman, Superman Unbound. 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 Yeah. Gotcha. It's uh, with uh, Superman and Supergirl and Brainiac. Nice. I would love to see Brainiac in, in a live action. Mm. I know he was in Supergirl, the, the show. But... Oh, was he? I okay. think so, right? I stopped watching after like season two. 
Oh, okay. I just, I completely lost interest in that show. Hmm. I lost interest in that. I lost interest in Legends of Tomorrow. I even lost interest in the Arrow. Legends of Tomorrow is <laughs> the best of those shows. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't I say much. <laughs> it's like it embraces the silliness of it all. Mm-hmm. That's like yes. saying sauerkraut is the least offensive of the offensive vegetables. <laughs> so this is what Brainiac looks like in Super Well, you don't Bowl. like sauerkraut? It looks like, uh, like Miss, Mr. Freeze. That's like, Brainiac? Yeah. Apparently. I, I was wondering who that dude was. Brainiac 5, at least. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, Brainiac 5. And then Brainiac 8 is this. And she just looks like Mystique. Oh, yeah, she does look like Mystique. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you paint a, you paint a, a really skinny girl blue, it's going to look like Mystique. Yeah, of course. Give her red yeah. hair. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, we're picking up a few people on Facebook Live. We've got a few people on Channel Eleven Thirty Eight. Can I do like an official hello to everybody and then? Yeah, we'll yeah. Just let's just yeah. we've we've been doing some good stuff, but I think we need to officially introduce everybody. This podcast is sponsored in part by Benjamin Hart. That's me! And yours truly, Zach Arnold. And by participation from listeners like you. So let's tune in to another episode of... IPC. 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 The Intergalactic Peace Coalition Podcast... All the galaxies, all for you. It has been a long time coming, but we are finally here, and it is time to party! Woo! Oh, yeah. No, no set schedule tonight, no particular it's been a long topic. road. There's no rules, there's no regulations, there is going to be all kinds of hell breaking loose, and it's going to be a hell of a good time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 300th episode of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. My name is Zach. I've been with you for like 280-something, 290-something of those episodes, and it is an extreme pleasure to be back for episode 300. I just keep saying 300 because my mind is blown at the thought of having 300 podcast episodes under your belt over the course of six-plus years. It's crazy, and he's been with me through all of those years and put up with all kinds of my crap and here for the 300th celebration would not want to do it without him my buddy my good friend my co-host uh the guy like i said puts up with my crap (laughs) mr benjamin hart my goodness my goodness what have we done i don't know what have we what did we do i don't know we we started something and I now, don't know. 300 times later, wow. Um, like, yes, thank you guys Wow, for sticking with us. Whether you this is your second episode, whether it's your 300th episode. Um, because there's nobody on this call that has been here all 300 times. We've all missed. Yeah, <laughs> we've all missed at least once. <laughs> and yeah. so if one of you out there has been with us since the beginning, thank you so much. And... Uh, it's been a wild ride, and it's going to get wilder. It's going to get wild tonight. We're doing something now we've never done before, which is we're just 
out here. We're, 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 this is a more visual medium, and we're actually going to – we'll get into the whole situation here that we're dealing with and how you can actually be part of the show. Mm-hmm. Like to be. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's more people than just us, Zach. Yeah, there we're are. Not the only ones here. Like I said, this is a party. This is a celebration. If you want to be part of the fun, be part of the party, just join us in the chat on channel1138.com. Join us in the chat on Facebook Live. Ask us for the Zoom link because we are on Zoom live right now, video chatting with people who have been a part of IPC over the years to help us celebrate this 300th episode. And to help us celebrate, he's been with us for over a year now. He was a guest uh, even before that, and we've always had a really great time with him. Back for more fun, it's Mr. Jake Damon. How's it going, everybody? Near and far, we've got, like, in the Zoom alone, we have people from all over the world already. (laughs) It's insane. Um, 300 episodes. That is absolutely Uh, crazy. That It speaks to the commitment that you guys had, the vision. Uh, You know, things have changed and morphed over time, but the spirit of what you guys have, have started has remained. And... I have loved being part of this podcast for the last year or so and the times I've guested before that. And uh, it's an honor to, to have been part of that uh, up to this point, you know, like 300 episodes is crazy. I swear. I remember, Mm -hmm. you know, 100 episodes and and whatnot. Seems like yesterday. It does. does. (laughs) And just getting to know, you know, like Steven and, and all, you know, all the people that listen has been amazing. And, um yeah i'm just i'm super happy to be here and i can't wait to celebrate 300 episodes with you guys tonight yeah we're we're celebrating and we're not the only ones that are going to be doing the celebrating uh it's usually the three of us on the call but we've got more people that are hanging out with us and having fun as well so uh to help us continue with this party, with this celebration, uh, we've got a, a longtime listener. He's also been a guest on the show before. He's making dinner, apparently. And <laughs> the strongest beard game amongst any of us <laughs> by a wide margin. A wide, yes. wide margin. Please say hello to Stephen Schinder. Hey, what should I list this time for Schinder's list? <laughs> what do we do for Schinder's list? <laughs> We're having a lot of fun just thinking back on mm-hmm. previous Schinder's list, thinking back on uh, previous uh, just uh, encounters that we've had, previous episodes that we've discussed. And like you were talking about a second ago, Jake, this show is international. And and that is something that still blows my mind. Like we've got a patron in in Dan Grievous who listens from Bulgaria all the time, and we've got uh, uh, people like uh, Robin Glader who listen from the other side of the pond. Rory Williamson is a co-host on Eleven Thirty Eight, who's done a lot of stuff in the Great Britain area, and uh, we we actually have one of our longtime listeners international listeners awake with us at almost five in the morning his yes. time <laughs> oh uh, my gosh you win yeah, the night owl award and you're the you're the coolest dude here Thanks. by a pretty wide margin matthias thank you for being a part of our celebration i know that it took a lot to get there but we're yeah. so excited to have you 
as I've said to Ben and Jake, I was really going backwards and forwards about this uh, two hours after you I can't, actually I can't say, said. I can't say I blame you. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my but gosh. I, uh, I feel like I had to because this is not going to be usual. So, yeah. <laughs> nothing, uh, you're going to do it. If I'm going to do this, tonight. this is going to happen now. <laughs> Once every 300 episodes. Once in a lifetime. I, it's, it's very Yeah, that's what I felt. Because here's the thing. We are all on Zoom together. We can all see each other. The, the link is out there to people. We've already had – before we started, we had a troll that tried to mm. troll us. It was some guy oh. named Pablo. <laughs> And uh, stuff happened. Um, we're not going to talk about what happened. We're just going to say that Pablo has has been moved, removed. But uh, <laughs> yes. but anything could happen because the link is public. Anybody can just drop in on us. So that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am I am not the visual medium thing is just throwing me off because if you're actually watching this, I may not be looking at the camera because. I'm used to being in the dark without my camera and for eight <laughs> mm-hmm. years, nine years, you know, so this is really weird actually seeing all of you guys and then you guys seeing me. So uh, I can't do anything weird in the background. You're going to see me doing it. So I can't just walk away. I can't, yeah, do weird things. So uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And mm-hmm. this could be either a tremendous disaster or the best episode we've ever done or both. I, I think it's a little of both, honestly. I was yeah. going to say, a good blend of the <laughs> it's two. It's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun because I figured out how OBS works and I've got the screen share function going. So anybody that's watching on Facebook Live is actually watching the Zoom call right now and getting the audio picked up and stuff. So that's really cool. Um, and, you know, I just – okay, top fives. That's been something that we have done for a few years now. Like, we've been on the air for six years, and I think it's been, like, a thing of ours for, like, two or three years, like, at least. Do, do you guys remember if we were doing top fives by the time we all got together in Texas? Because that was in 2017. Were we doing top fives by then? I think we were. I feel like it was a thing by then, but my perception of time is, like, way off by now. I think, I think, it, I think it was at least 2017, and it's the middle of 2020 now. So we've been doing this for about half the time the podcast has been in existence. What was you guys' favorite top five discussion, and what was the most difficult top five discussion that we've done in our last recent history on IPC? Uh who wants to go first? I, I like for me personally, I feel like I had a really tough time with our most recent one about top five battle sequences. That <laughs> one that one was really, really tough because I had like twenty that I was trying to choose from. That's um, why I didn't post mine because <laughs> I knew I will have needed a week at least to make mine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I could probably combine the two because one that comes to mind more recently is the top five quarantine TV shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was Ooh, tough, yeah. but it was also so much fun. Cause like I have a lot of TV shows that I love and have been going through during quarantine and would just be perfect mm-hmm. for any quarantine type situation. And, yeah. you know, I can't even remember what my list was because in my mind, there's like 50 of them. And I'm like, it could have been any one of those. But it was, yeah, it was tough, but it was a lot of fun to, to talk about those. It'll be the same here. Yeah, I think I might know mine. Um, 
so most difficult for me, like so difficult that I didn't even try was top five vehicles. <laughs> um, <laughs> was that what it was? Like, just like vehicles in general? Was it top five I, Star Wars vehicles? I think it was Star Wars vehicles because we were doing yeah. like hat ats and like number five and lats and gunships <laughs> and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's hard to pick a fav absolute favorite. Like just thinking on the spot, like there definitely are gems. Like um, you know the Jeff Goldblum one because of how priceless Zach's reaction to me not including Jurassic Park was <laughs> and how curious that was. Um, I also still- like top five movies we're looking forward to this year which in hindsight is <laughs> that's kind of that hilarious weird that was one. so ironic because we're like oh yeah we're getting this movie and we're getting this movie and then we didn't <laughs> the right. question yeah. now is will Not five movies universe. come out this year <laughs> oh my gosh i don't remember in the, i don't remember my list but i do know that at least one of them has come out this year that's yeah, kind of... we've gotten a few. I think I put New Mutants on mine, and New Mutants just came out not too long ago, but I haven't gotten around to watching mm-hmm. it. I'm just, I'm not brave enough to go to a movie theater yet. Yeah, me I'm... neither. Yeah, okay, no. which is ironic, because I just went to a football mm-hmm. game that had like 2,000 people there. So, <laughs> All right. yeah. But it's outdoors, and they had mm-hmm. roads sectioned off, and we were, like, trying to be socially distanced, and, like, some people were in masks, and some people had, like, those plastic face shields. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if I could be in a closed-off room watching something for two hours when on the other side of the aisle or, like, you know, two or three seats away from me, I hear a, <coughs> like, <laughs> no, all what of a sudden, do? I just – I just start going Cardi B on your ass, going coronavirus. Like <laughs> that's how I be, and so I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I could like actually do mm-hmm. that. But I have seen people posting pictures that when they go to like really late night showings, like nine, ten o'clock, there's not very many people there. So maybe that's the yeah. trick. You got to go that's, later in the evening. That's what I'm banking on is like getting in the theater, which most of the time happens to me. I get to the see. I enjoy having a full theater. Yeah, most mm-hmm. of the time too, it's man. not. Most of the time, like Avengers Endgame, I wanted to be like in a full theater. Oh, wasn't great. a full theater. There was like twelve people there. It was still great, but like wow. you know, it was there was mm-hmm. there was nobody there um, because it was late at night. And normally speaking, that's when I see movies. So you know, it's it's crazy. It's funny you mentioned movies. I was gonna say the hardest one, the hardest top five for me, probably is top five most anticipated films of twenty twenty. It's mm-hmm. hard because I haven't seen half of them by now. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like, the weirdest I, one for me. Yeah, it's ironic because, I mean, like, we say 2020 vision, but we haven't seen some of them with our 2020 vision. Nobody. Okay. You remember, like, back in 2015 where people were like, Oh, I'm sick of people asking me what I'm going to do in five years. <laughs> Come on, guys. I don't have 2020 vision. Like nobody had 2020 vision. Nobody knew. What nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody saw this crap coming. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody saw that. Yeah. I was just. I was like. In 2015 oh. was when we heard Quicksilver say, "You didn't see that coming." Uh. <laughs> oh. And yep. it's still a relevant quote. Mm. Still relevant. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But uh, it's funny how, you know, we're, we're kind of taking advantage of this whole quarantine. I had, we're mm. doing this on Zoom. I had never heard of Zoom 
prior to the pandemic. The only right. Zoom I, I'd ever heard of was the PBS I show. Come on in Zoom. Come on in Zoom. Come on in Zoom. Zoom. Zoom and Zoom. 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 No, zoom. No, I can no. speak fluent. Ubby Dubby. Or the other Zoom, of course, is that terrible superhero movie with Tim Allen. Wait, I've never heard of this. Exactly. You've never heard of it. Yeah, Tim Allen uh, in a super movie. Uh, okay. Yep. I'm... He plays like Buzz Lightyear. Well, he plays like a flash-like character, like just a really fast character named Zoom. Um, so I liked he... it when I was a kid. It's I like so he's Zoom, a flash villain. Flash villain. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, can right? you imagine in the Flash they have Zoom, the actual comic book character, and he pulls off the mask? Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, though, what's the best Tim Allen movie and what is the worst Tim Allen movie? Oh, man. Best one? Galaxy Quest. Excuse me far. for a moment, but I'm going to disqualify myself because I haven't seen enough Tim Allen movies to even say anything about this. Mm, well, <laughs> I would then, say we got we got to expose you to some Tim Allen culture then, my friend. Either Galaxy mm-hmm. Quest yeah. or Toy Story. I want to say Toy Story 3 is my favorite of his. Yeah, I'm not sure okay, what my well, worst is. I I know I know what my worst is. Maybe Shaggy three. Dog. I feel like I've Shaggy Dog movies. sucked ass. <laughs> that sounds bad. That sounds bad. He gets bitten by a dog that was actually a monk from the Himalayas, and the energy the the chi from the dog transfers into him and anytime his heart rate gets too accelerated he turns into a mutt mutt what are you talking about you won't like me when i'm angry man it is (laughs) okay here's here's the worst part curtis from santa claus 2 is his son and his arch nemesis is robert downey jr yeah i was gonna say isn't robert downey jr (laughs) robert downey jr is the bad guy in that movie yeah Wow. Yeah, this, this was this was before this was before Iron Man, and he was he, he like oh this is like baby RDJ like really really young Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> like oh my gosh, but on that on that note, in my opinion, and maybe this is just because I laugh at it every year, maybe because I find it so wholesome, maybe because it's got a great cast. I don't know, but in my opinion. His best movie is the 1994 film, The Santa Claus. I still have yet to see it. It is like a Christmas Christmas classic with me. I have to watch it every year because Mm -hmm. I get so many laughs. It's right up there, top tier with like Christmas Vacation and Elf and like, it's it's like upper echelon Christmas movies for me. I agree. That's probably my I haven't seen Christmas Vacation Mm -hmm. either, but I have seen Elf. What? Oh, I just, oh, we just, okay, what? so my wife and I just started watching the vacation movies, and the first vacation is pretty good, I think. It, it was funny. Yeah. The, second, the Christmas vacation wasn't as good to me. Here, here's the thing. Don't watch Vegas Vacation. That's a bad movie. Yeah, I heard that. It sounds like bad. a bad movie. No, it's, it's real bad. It, but, like, uh, it's, is it, is it as bad as Zombies, though? Zoombies knows what it is. It know it realizes that this is bad. This is really bad. Oh, We're I just gonna to run with this. 
Like Vegas Vacation is trying to be a good movie, but it's it just tries, so awkwardly bad. It tries too hard. That's the problem. I I can't stand movies that try too hard. Like, like you know what? Do you know why Zombies seems like uh, Jurassic Park? Poorly done Jurassic Park with zombie animals is because that was literally the pitch. Somebody sat that, down. And was yes. Like, well, it was around when Jurassic World came out, wasn't it? It it was it was. Oh, nice. It was their response to Jurassic World. Like, Jurassic World came out, they saw the plot to it, and then, like, two months later, they started filming <laughs> Zombies or something like that. Yeah, like, the, director, the director was like, I can do that. It's, I can it's, do that. No, it, it's a literal spoof, and they do that with all kinds of movies. Like, that production company is the same company that did the Sharknado movies. Yeah, the Asylum. Yeah. Yeah, you, you want to so, be in an asylum after you're done watching the movie. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> you belong in an asylum after watching them. Like that, that is some bottom tier movie watching for me, and Kifo. I love it. I was just thinking, Kifo, Kifo. Kifo. Okay, constantly switching talk, between a CGI gorilla and a guy in a suit. Okay, real talk though, that the one of the best scenes in the whole movie is the implied violence that happens where the girl beats the crap out of the koala. I thought you were. I thought you were gonna say the best scene was the credits. That's the second best. Scene. <laughs> third, that third is. best. Third best scene is the zipline scene where the football player just somehow magically loses his grip and then splats on okay. the floor. Okay, for, for for those who don't, for those who don't know, have never seen Zombies. So you guys who are lucky enough to I'm avoid late. this movie, um, there is a scene. The, the the movie is a. It's in a, a zoo that gets taken over by a zombie virus and all the animals turn into zombies. Zombies. Okay. You get, oh. the, you get the idea. <laughs> so, but what happens is there is a, is it a koala named Kifu that everyone? No, 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 no. It's uh that's a gorilla. Oh, it's a gorilla. But there is, there's oh. a, koala, there's a, there's a moment when the koalas break into where the little girl is. Mm-hmm. And the little girl, you know, there's it cuts to her being menaced by the koala. Okay, but <laughs> and, okay, you, 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 it, it sets it up though because early in the film, before all hell breaks loose, the mom's having trouble with her swipe card getting access to the to the office room. So like she's having trouble like swiping the card, punching in the code, get in the door. Now when stuff is going wrong. She's trying to swipe her card and it's not letting her in. Yeah. So now the girl is trapped in the room with a zombified animal and it's all like, uh-huh. oh no, how is she going to get in? The problem is it's like a softball plot device. It's like so out there and so easy to grasp that it's like like when it happened early in the film where she was having trouble with the card, I was like, oh yeah, that's going to come back to bite you in the ass later, honey. And guess what? It did. So... But I, the next scene is little girl. She finally gets into the room, realizes that the little girl survived, but is now covered in koala blood, and the koala is dead because the little girl beat the koala to death. And it's very gruesome, but also oh, very shit. stupid. It yeah. is stupid. It is. It is stupid. But that's what makes it so great. I, I love that it's <laughs> so stupid. I love how stupid it is. Oh my gosh. I've got Zombies 2 that I still need to get around to watching. Um, but if I get around to watching that, I feel like I need to do another commentary like the one that I did for Steven. Just let everybody 
get gassed with me while I'm watching it. We need to, it and we getting need to do this. We need to do this. That right was a here. ride. Yeah. And then I, I'll sing. I will be there. I oh, man. We'll have need to see in the film first, but if if only <laughs> it was on Netflix, then we could do a Netflix party, and true. we just all Very all true. watch it together. I'll get on Zoom and I'll do a Netflix party together. No, it's coming Does to Disney Plus. Work over regions. I think it's on Tubi, maybe, but I don't know if it depends on like, the area or whatever. It, it probably depends on the region. I have we in because we've got yeah. like uh, Amazon US has it on Prime, mm. and honestly, that's where I'm finding most of my terrible movies is on Prime right now. <laughs> like I saw one that is actually kind of weird considering the stuff that's going on in California and Oregon right now. Uh, it's about like a a a a fault line in California breaking open and uh, lava getting everywhere. And when it does that, it actually releases these giant tarantulas made out of lava as well. And they wreak havoc on LA. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. The movie, (laughs) sorry. The movie is called Lava Lantula. I love it. <laughs> that, sounds... that, that gives Velocipaster a run for its mo- money Dude, in terms of the time. Nothing yes. comes close. Okay, no, wait. There's uh there's a movie that came out about eight years ago that actually, in my opinion, might be worse than Velocipaster. It's oh? it's it's a it's a movie called Birdemic. Oh yeah, I've heard no. Oh no. It's it's what's stupid is according to my friends who've watched it, it takes like forty five to fifty minutes out of this hour and a half movie before you even recognize that there is a birdemic happening. Like it's a rom com dramedy type thing for like the first two thirds of the film, and then after you've gotten emotionally attached to the characters, that's when like all hell starts to break loose. <laughs> but the problem is these animated birds fly in sequence. Like, they flap their wings like this. All six or eight of them that are on the screen. Like, you can tell that they were, like, like motion-drawn almost. Like, the animation like is just... baseline CG birds. Yeah, it's, it's just super, super basic. And the heroes are backed up against a minivan... And fighting off these animated birds that are flapping their wings like this with coat hangers. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. We're still talking about zombies. No, we're no. talking about a movie called Birdemic. Oh, uh, excuse, yeah. Excuse I, me, but what's a uh, coat hanger, really? Uh, it's, it's the thing that you, you put your clothing on in the closet. Like a oh, wire, yeah. piece of okay. wire. Yeah, it's it's basically just a triangle shaped piece of wire, and they're waving oh, okay, it. Yeah, they're waving they're, they're it really, at the like earth. wire coat hangers English are very like out of style now. That yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that's like apparently the weapon they had to fight off these infected birds. It was so stupid. Oh, uh, Claire in the chat on Facebook Live says that sounds horrid. You are damn right. <laughs> And we've gotten a couple of congratulatory messages on chill1138.com. Our friend Francisco in Lima, Peru, is actually doing schoolwork with classmates, so he can't hop on right now. He sends his congrats. And uh, Darth Vigorous listening in says, congrats, boys, on 300. Um, 
also a few minutes ago said trolls two is an excellent bad movie i feel like trolls two is one of those movies that is unintentionally bad though like i feel like trolls two tried to be good and just turned out bad much like one of my other horrid picks home on the range oh Wait, so are we talking about DreamWorks trolls or like the 80s movies? Oh, okay. That's a good point. The 80s ones. That's a a good point. It could be the one from the 80s. That is a very good point. I hadn't considered that because you've got those and you've got the Leprechaun movies that are also terrible. (laughs) I I mean, Warwick Davis's performance is somewhat entertaining, but they are really bad. (laughs) Granted, Warwick Davis was the best part of those films, but that doesn't say much because those films were terrible oh my god isn't it weird how jennifer aniston was in the first one Mm. (laughs) that was like even before friends i can i can i can one-up you on like seeing friends characters out of context i just watched the seinfeld episode that had courtney cox in it Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, my mind was blown. She's, I was like, uh, "What uh, is Monica <laughs> doing dating Jerry?" And she isn't she Jerry's wife? A I think wife. Yeah. The so wife. she can get a dry cleaning discount. Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was a mind bleep. I was like, "What is going on?" Because she had like the season one Monica haircut and everything, and I was like, "Okay, I got to figure this out." And apparently, that episode aired in March of '94. And the pilot episode of Friends ran in September of 94. Wow. So this was like right before she hit her stride as Monica Geller. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, we even saw Daphne from Frasier on Seinfeld shortly before Frasier The Virgin, yes. She was a virgin. I remember that. And Jerry was like really weirded out by it. Yes. Okay. How are you a virgin? The first couple of seasons... I will admit it was hard to get into it, but now in like seasons four and five, I feel like it's really hitting its stride as far as like interweaving the storylines just a little bit, but not so much that you can't just pop into one episode, watch it and be done. Yeah, like yeah. that, that is I the feel creative. like it hits a nice groove yeah. in those middle seasons. I think later really seasons, does. it starts to kind of, drift off at least for me at least for me i like the earlier seasons and the mid seasons in my seasons eight and nine get kind of cartoony but are still enjoyable in my opinion the best episode of seinfeld that i have seen so far is the episode where george has to pretend that he's a marine biologist That the end of that with him <laughs> describing going out to get the whale yes. is, in, so is genuinely yeah. incredible. It's like an incredible speech. It, it's, it's, a a fantastic, it's a fantastic monologue. And the fact that they were able to integrate Kramer hitting the golf balls out to sea. <laughs> it got stuck like, in the blowhole. And it got stuck in the blowhole. There was like literally no detail missed in that oh. episode. She was, was angry a, that day. It was, <laughs> was Star Trek that day, my friend. Warning us that about was some amazing, amazing storytelling. Yeah. Like that they, one. It, that one is one of my favorites. Another one of my absolute favorites, if not my favorite, is the jacket episode where with Joe I, Mayo. Well, where uh, Jerry buys a jacket. And it's a. Oh, is this the one with Elaine's dad? Yes. The striped and, inner inner stripes yep, on yep. the. Yeah. And 
not a, i mean it's a hilarious episode but like he won't tell how much he paid for that jacket and yes. i'm walking out of here without knowing how much you paid for that jacket Thinking he won't he won't say anything if, if you don't say anything in the next five seconds it's over ten thousand dollars oh my god <laughs> you're sick going you're on. a sick man <laughs> yeah yeah but the whole sequence where they're trying to have an awkward conversation with with elaine's dad it's it makes me laugh so hard every time like they go off to the bathroom and and (laughs) just all the dialogue is perfect all the awkwardness is perfect he plays her dad perfectly just this like gruff awkward guy who's tough to have a conversation with and you you stepping on eggshells you know with everything you say it's perfect i love it wow hey matthias i'm curious what is your favorite sitcom we've been talking a lot about different like comedy shows but what what would you say is your favorite and why uh okay see the problem is i haven't i don't i haven't seen enough of those either but i have a few uh let me think okay uh sorry for being this way hey but uh no, no, I mean, hey, that. dude, you're up with us at five in the morning. Like, <laughs> take all the yeah. time you need. Seriously, like, we're just excited to have you. Honestly, like, okay, uh, uh like, if I got asked that question at five in the morning, I'd have a hard time coming up with something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially if you're like me, who haven't seen that many. Okay, Even so, so that, bring, that, bring, that brings up an interesting question, though. Like, if if you haven't seen a whole lot of of those types of shows, what hmm. ones are you most drawn to, and why? Like, what type of shows do you end up watching the most of? Um, right now we we've started on Community, and we're gonna watch more of it. But uh, other shows are in the way, as usual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> What kind of shows? Like, what what's on your watch list right now? Uh, well, early, early uh, yesterday, by now, we watched uh, Twenty Four. Mm, okay, the Jack Bauer yeah. series. Yeah. yeah, classic. And uh, we, my dad and I, are also watching uh, Falling Skies. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Steve, I used to watch that, but then I fell behind. I think Steven Spielberg produced that. Yep. Yeah, he's a producer. It's kind of oh. for those who haven't seen it. It's kind of uh, Walking Dead, but aliens. Okay. Really? Yeah. In feeling, in Ooh. feeling, not quality. In feeling. Oh, I'm intrigued because I I liked the premise of the of the Walking Dead. It just it, I feel like it went on way too long. Like it's coming up on its eleventh season. Hey, season and nine final brought season. it back to full form. Okay, <laughs> if you say so. I didn't get past season six. Like, and the comic series <laughs> has like the best comic book series ending I've ever read. It brought yeah, me to with tears. Seven. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. But I mean, I like I said, I enjoyed the the premise of it, and I love alien shows. So that that sounds like something that'll be right up my alley. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. And then there's I think there's an Amazon series called The Expanse. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, Thomas, Thomas Jane? Yeah. Is, the guy is that, that is that is that a thing? What's the? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's based on a book, but I've never seen. I've that. heard a lot of good things about The Expanse. I think my dad's watching it, and I. 
and he had some good things to say about it, but I just hadn't gotten around to it because like Matias said, other shows kind of get in the way. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's watching, he's watching the expanse. The premise of the expanse sounds actually really cool. Like there are these, there are these like independents that live on Mars that are trying to break free from the solar system coalition. And there's these people that live in the asteroid belt that are called belters. And the, the hottest commodity in the solar system is uh, water. And there's a ton of ice in the asteroid belt. So whoever controls the biggest asteroid belts uh, or asteroids in the belt has like the front row seating to some of the, the highest profit margins in the solar system. And so there's like some people on Mars that are trying to get some, some competition for it. There's people in the asteroid belt that are like trying to become like their own colony or something like that. So there's just a lot of political tension in the solar system. And I can't help but think that, you know, maybe something like this was similar to how Star Trek got started. You know, we got a little taste of that with Star Trek Enterprise, but I can't help but wonder if some of the colonization and stuff that happened before light speed was at its peak was similar to this where it's like there's a lot of tension going on in our solar system and we don't deserve to go exploring until we take care of matters at home first yeah and and like fighting over water and stuff like that sounds like mad max in space Mm -hmm. like uh, like like fight just like the basic like necessities that we take for granted like in the future it's like oh yeah water is like a huge thing that people will Mm -hmm. fight wars over but it makes sense. like when you thought of it eventually you're going to have all the metals you need. You can just recycle them and reconstruct them into whatever you need. Um, air is not really something that can or should be purchased. So like, unless you are trading sexual favors or something like that, <laughs> like, no, honestly, like that, that, that's a thing. Like, mm-hmm. That's a thing right now. People are trading those types of favors for a few bucks so they can have a meal. Like that's a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. there's OnlyFans, guys. Okay. OnlyFans. Oh man, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> don't even get me started on what Bella Thorne has done to that industry. Oh, I gosh. oh my gosh. I'm it's not like, even Did you ever no. uh did you ever watch that show on I think it's on Disney or it used to be on Disney Channel called Shake It Up? It had it. The the main oh. two characters are Bella Thorne and Zendaya. Zendaya, yeah, really? that's where that's where they got to start. They, to see where they huh. went career wise is very fascinating. Yeah, it's that's like one of Zendaya's first roles, and I think Bella Thorne's first roles. Like that was that yeah. was their breakout, like putting them on the map. Yeah, I feel like Zendaya's in everything now. She I mean, she is in everything. Yeah. She's like one of the biggest actors now. Yeah. Like yeah, she's, she's in Dune. She's in Spider Man. And she is in Dune. Yep, the greatest. I sat behind her in a plane a few months ago, and yeah, (laughs) yeah, it, it, yeah, I I didn't blow her cover. So the the closest thing to fame that I can claim is brushing shoulders at Comic Con with Sean Astin, and interviewing Terry Farrell from Star Trek and Becker, and um, what was it, um. Oh, getting a selfie with the uh, now flopped out YouTuber, iJustine. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> on, the, on the plane, that. right? When they, she gave out the DSs. When she gave out the Nintendo 3DS XLs on my way to go see Rogue One. Yeah, they. I Nintendo. remember getting that text from you. We were at the Chinese theater. We're waiting on you to show up. Your yep. plane's coming in. You text mm-hmm. us and go, "Holy crap, guys!" Um, so I'm in the plane and I Justine just walked in and now we're all getting Nintendo 3DSs. And we're like, wow, Zach is just like, he just landed and his, his stuff's just falling into his lap. <laughs> Baller status. That was a great weekend. And that was a great way to start that weekend. <laughs> That's awesome. I think I have a cool old famous person that I also. Oh yeah. Can talk about, um, you know, the, not Peter Mayo, but the one that's under. Jonas. Under the oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, see, that's a uh, name. See, that's a name I can. Yeah. Pronounce. See, he was in Norway in Oslo um. for promoting his solo, and uh, the Norwegian star Facebook group. At the time, a contest for those who asked the best questions to actually go meet him. I was one of the two guys to actually got to meet him. Wow. Meet him, and that's awesome. Uh, that was insane. He he was such a nice person. <laughs> a really tall, nice person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got uh, an autograph. Uh, the, poster of uh, solo and also i got them to autograph my copy of uh, star slash shots that's so oh, cool nice. oh wow that's perfect that's awesome i remember one of my favorite memories of meeting a more or less a celebrity was uh when we were at uh star wars celebration anaheim and we went back to steven stanton's hotel room and uh, I think it was you, uh, Ben. It was you, me. I think you were there. Yeah. I, yeah all there. other people. Yeah, Chris and Dominic and them, and we just hung out. and With nothing uh, to do. Yeah, that was just a lot of Zach, fun. Zach, you didn't you – you've met Steven Stanton, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I he met, came to Texas, right? I met him at uh, Addison Alcon. About, yeah, about six years ago but i also met him when he was at the premiere for rogue one. Oh, got a, yeah of course oh. you were there too <laughs> i got i got i got a picture i got a picture with him outside of rogue one the thing is i got the selfie with him before we went into the movie and then when we came out of the movie i was like i got a selfie with radis <laughs> see that was this the just the crazy thing is just like he's hanging out with us outside the theater Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh yeah, Tarkin, 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 and he's like, oh, well, we'll see, wink, 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 mm-hmm. and he's like trying to keep it on the download. He's not playing Tarkin, but he actually is playing like a huge character in the movie, a pretty big character, yeah. 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 And it's just that and it, my favorite character in the movie. Bradis mm-hmm. is better than Akbar. Oh, that's a hot Ooh. take. That's a hot take, but it's not one I can really disagree with. I mean, Bradis like, badass. Like, okay. If we're if we're really thinking about it, um, Akbar didn't really do much in Return of the Jedi. Agreed. He said it's a trap. Congratulations. Like he 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 recognized basic military strategy that ended up getting hella memed. 
But as far <laughs> like he he disagreed with Lando's tactics about moving closer to the Star Destroyers at point blank range, and he like was preparing to retreat before they got cut off. Yeah, Raddus wouldn't have done that. Like he was he was he was oh. following basic military strategy. Like yeah, you're outnumbered. Yeah, you retreat. Duh. <laughs> but like as far as some kind of like maneuver that actually helped ensure the victory Radis did way more than akbar did mm-hmm. like he called in the hammerhead corvettes that helped you know cause an opening that helped seal mm-hmm. the victory like like he made the tough calls he made the tough choices he left mm-hmm. the rogue squadron down on scarif in order to help the mission succeed, like mm-hmm. that guy knew what to do and was willing to risk everything for the cause. I respect the hell yeah. out of that. Okay, yeah. here's yeah, here's one point. Here's one point for Radis and automatically against Akbar. Akbar was on a ship named after Radis. <laughs> yes. So he died there. come on. Like, Bradis was, was a legend. He had an entire sh- ship named after him. And <laughs> Akbar. Well, I mean, like, yeah, Akbar had some stories and legends as well, so he's also a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Technically speaking. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Wow. I mean, I like Akbar, and I don't like his end- ending thing, but I agree. Reds is he, 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 he died. His overall. His ending was very... I, I like I like the joke that uh someone said that uh Akbar died as he lived in the background. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. I mean Radis died as well. Yeah. <laughs> they both became but seafood. We don't know if Radis <laughs> yeah. is dead or not. We, we do had some... it confirmed in not, the not entirely comics. wrong though. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Like they confirmed that Radis died at Scarif. Didn't also Pablo Hidalgo confirm it in Wit? Oh, I'm Probably. sure he did. Oh, I back, back when we all weren't blocked us. by him. <laughs> now everyone's blocked by Pablo. We can't. He tried to get on this call earlier, by the way, um, but we didn't let him. Wrong uh, <laughs> celebration, Orlando. I was able to pick him out of a crowd while he was like, he had his head down. He was like trying to make teachers. his way across, and I was like. Hey, Pablo, can I get a picture? You see Pablo everywhere at Celebration. He'll just like, oh, hey, Pablo, there's Pablo, there's Pablo, there's Pablo. Okay. This is, this is going to be a little bit of a sidetrack, but I feel like this is good for the conversation because whenever I hear somebody saying Pablo, I instinctively think Sanchez. <laughs> Pablo Sanchez. Is that and, anyone specific? And, and, and oh, from, like, uh, from uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> No. Wow. Okay. I am talking to the wrong crowd here. <laughs> His name isn't when, Pablo. Probably, yeah. That would have killed amongst my sports friends. Yeah, I'm just saying. Because back, backyard sports, backyard football, His backyard baseball. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're Pablo, right. Pablo Sanchez, the tiny little uh, Puerto Rican kid with the hat that flips to the back. He's everybody's first pick when you're playing backyard sports because yeah. he is like oh, one yeah. of the best players that you could draft. Like every time you're playing against somebody else, you're like flipping the coin so that you get Pablo Sanchez first. Everybody else is just <laughs> filler. Yep. I played ba- backyard baseball a lot. 
I haven't I played, even heard of this game. Okay, so what they did was they would take these these characters that they had generated that they did, and they were names like Pablo Sanchez and um, Dmitry Petrovich and uh, Keisha Phillips, some kids that had different body types and that gave them different abilities and sometimes they were better at you know first base or they were better at wide receiver or something like that depending on the game depending on you know whatever and then they also took professional players and made them in the same animation style so that you could play with like a kid version of brett Favre, a kid version of donovan mcnab a kid version (laughs) of uh albert pujols or Somebody like that, like different professional athletes had their likeness transformed into like a kid version. And then you would draft them and some of the backyard kids onto your team and you would play backyard baseball, backyard football games. You'd play by the rules of baseball, but there were different stadiums that were designed to look like the side parking lot or the backyard of somebody's house. So like one backyard baseball arena that you could play at, I think it was called uh, the Del Vecchio's house, which was one of the kids, Tony Del Vecchio. And if you hit a home run to left field, you actually could shatter the, the window of the house Hmm. that was out there in left field. Wow. And it was really funny because you you would like try and time your swing in such a way that when you hit the ball, it goes to left field so that you could like watch the windows shatter. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you could play in some – like, some football games would be on a field made out of sand because you're playing at the beach. And so everybody ran slower because they're running in sand. So you had to, like, adjust your play style to the environment that you were in based on oh. what field you were playing on. So there was a little nice. bit of strategy involved, but it was also just, like, a ton of fun. Like, you weren't really playing baseball for the sake of winning the baseball game. You were doing it just to have fun playing baseball. Yeah. And, like, every time you would play a game, like, I I guarantee you, you ask other sports fans, if you're playing a backyard football, backyard baseball, your first draft pick was always Pablo Sanchez. That's amazing. I, that's amazing that I've never heard of this game in my entire life. I, I played it a lot when I was a kid. The Backyard Football 2002 was my jam. Uh-huh. Wow. The, the, also, 2000, the 2004 version wasn't as fun. I played Backyard Baseball 2008 on my PS2 for a bit, but after a while it just started to evolve a lot, and it for some reason wasn't as fun. I think the pixelated versions of the game were actually the more fun ones to play for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. My jam was Space Jam. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, has everybody seen the new uh, uniforms for Space Jam 2? Yeah, I, I've I like seen this, I think, yeah. Oh, my I'm, gosh. I'm not sure I'm if not I, sure have. I have. Oh, my gosh. Like, they, they did a promo, like, LeBron James's marketing mm-hmm. group did a promo video of him in the New Jersey, and he's just walking out in it, and it kind of looks like it kind of looks like an ocean sunset threw up on his jersey (laughs) i like like there's a lot of teal up in the chest area and then over to the side is like a a half circle of oranges and yellows that looks like the looney tunes logo but it also kind of looks like a sunset against yeah that's it that's it that's the one but you see what you see, did? Did, oh. did I describe that fairly accurately? Okay. That, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm seeing it now. It's well for yeah, pretty weird. For okay, Jake, you're you're the you're you're the graphic artist. You're the designer amongst us. That's the original Toon Squad the jersey with, with with Michael Jordan, and then the one we just saw was the one with LeBron James. Which which one do you prefer, and why? I prefer. It's weird because I love the I love the bright colors of the new one. I love the bright colors. I love the how how the circles are blown up. You know, I I love the Nike logo in the in the the yellow versus the teal behind it 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 really works for me and i prefer that one i think but there is something i like about the the classic old one too like that one is a bit more iconic just because i remember that one i actually have that jersey i found it on ebay from china before corona happened that's i got i got a i got a michael jordan toon squad jersey how much did it cost for myself uh, I want to say about sixty US dollars, maybe maybe seventy. Oh. It wasn't it wasn't oh. too bad. Like other professional jerseys can be a lot more. Yeah. You're telling like, me you paid a thousand dollars for that. Jersey. I was looking, I was looking at like a a Aaron Rodgers Packers jersey on NFL Shop one time, and it was like three hundred US dollars or something like that. So, like this 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 wasn't quite as bad, but. I got that for myself, and then I got a Bugs Bunny one for my brother so that we'd be Twinkies. <laughs> nice. Oh, my gosh. Okay, oh, cool. full confession here. I'm going to confess. You yeah, haven't seen never, Space Jam? Never seen Space Jam. You haven't seen it. Oh. Why? Like, <laughs> I know I'm a 90s kid. This is right I'm up my alley. Sad. I'm just confused. Like, I am, too. I am, ben. too. Ben. What do you have against people using cartoons to shove advertising down your throat? <laughs> it's okay. It for me. I love the product back placement. in action is better. I love product placement. Oh, I didn't see Looney Tunes yeah. back in action. And I didn't like so back good. in action that much. It's got Steve Martin as the villain. <laughs> oh. I yeah, the that. Pink Panther guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I have seen that. Ridiculously so. I have actually seen the Steve Martin Pink Panther. <laughs> He's more than just the Pink Panther. Have you seen the old ones? Yeah, awesome. The old cartoon ones are so fun to watch. They are so crazy how you don't need any words spoken at all. Like Pink Panther and Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote, two of some of the best unspoken cartoons you'll ever watch. I, I, I specifically like the... Come and Jerry. The, I don't know which one it is. Whatever the the Peter Sellers, um, Pink Panther movies, um, it cracks me up. Like because what mm-hmm. what's this? His his butler or something is like uh, trying to kill him the... the entire time. So every time he comes okay. home, it just turns into like this knockdown drag out fight, and uh, he's fighting for his life. It's ridiculous. <laughs> now get there. Yeah, I haven't seen those. Uh, th- you have to see those. Those are amazing. Why haven't you seen those? Why haven't I mean, you seen them? I'm going to be that guy, all right? I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> those are f- five amazing movies. More for uh, because the fifth one is actually more uh, the best of, but it's fun too. Yeah, I mean, I've been aware of them for a while. I just haven't seen them. You want to see a good Steve Martin movie? I mean, there's lots, but... I was planes, about to say, those planes, exist? Planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles. Oh. 
You ever see that? Isn't that weird? Let me no. guess. I've heard of it though. Let me guess. That that movie is about the the booming stereo industry while also telling a subplot about watermelons and somewhere in there you're also going fly fishing. Are you reading the Wikipedia article on it? Remarkably wow, close. Just just nailed it. Nailed it. Like no. I mean, the 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 title just kind of gives it away that those are the three key elements of the film. Here, here's the thing about planes, trains, and automobiles. There is a moment in the movie where Steve Martin freaking loses his mind at the airport. It's hilarious. The only reason and this movie's rated he, R, by the way. Yeah, yeah, because he goes, I'll start with the effing this and the effing that. He drops about 15 F-bombs in about a minute. And look, I have very conservative parents. They don't really like language, a lot of things. I watched this movie what? with them. <laughs> okay. This is what, look, that. here's the thing. This is one of their favorite movies of all time, but it gets real awkward when that scene comes up because I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm okay. like, what? I've had that encounter before as well. Going back to our vacation movies conversation, there is a tangent similar to that in uh, Christmas Vacation, where Chevy Chase is just at the end of his rope and having a horrible Christmas. Very much the same. And he's like, we're going to press on and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny K. And when Santa slides his fat ass down that chimney, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. And I'm like, what? Yep. What did you just say, Chevy Chase? And my parents... We're laughing at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I man. like Steve Martin, but do you know who I think is one of my favorite comedic actors from that time period who sadly is not with us anymore? John Candy. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, he's a legend. Oh. I, he was also, he played the other lead in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And <laughs> he, he was in a lot of John Hughes movies. But the other day, my wife and I watched for the very first time Uncle Buck. Have you seen that? That's an amazing movie. I don't know if I have. I loved it. it That's I a good so one. Steven, you're talking about that Steven, where did your electricity go? <laughs> oh, sorry. I went outside to like take That's out the trash. That's scary. That's scary. <laughs> like it's just your face. This is like the outline yeah, of your face. And the beard doesn't help because it's like the bottom half of your face just disappears into the darkness. And it's like, oh yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing we're capturing this on video. <laughs> right? But yeah. It's like Halloween when you're telling all those scary stories. <laughs> Let me tell you a tale. Here, here's a li- here's a list of great uh, uh, John Candy movies that you need to watch. Um, you need to watch Uncle Buck. You need to watch uh, Plane Trains and Automobiles. Uh, uh, cool Runnings is yep. incredible. Um, what's the other one? He's in Blues Brothers. Actually, he's in a bunch of different oh, movies. Oh, no, Blues Brothers is hilarious. He's actually in my the first vacation movie. movie briefly. You're right. Oh, he wow. is. He's the guy at, at at what is it? Wally World. Wally yeah. World. Yeah. Sorry, folks. The store's closed. Um, yeah. and then there's right. Watch more with him. There's there's a bunch. There's so many. Yeah. Okay. John why King has why has movie. nobody mentioned his actual best movie though? Spaceballs. Uh, oh, yeah. I see. I because always Spaceballs is overrated. <laughs> I, wow. I, I, I'm going to hang fan. up on you. <laughs> Not a huge Why fan of Spaceballs. Like, I don't know. It doesn't make me laugh out loud, like, at all. Like, no. And it's like when you, 
after you see it once, it's like it doesn't really have rewatch value for it me. Do, it just isn't and my type of humor. Me, yeah. Like, I yeah. get that it's a spoof. I love Rick Moranis. I love John Candy. But it, there's something mm. about it that doesn't hit right for me. And I watched it three times, probably. And I just never I like that. it a lot. It's extremely funny. But it's not a movie mm-hmm. that I'll go back to. Yeah. I agree on Ben. Zach's and, mind and, is and Zach is just like, what? Yeah, I think Mel Brooks's Sorry, topic Zach. humor just doesn't do it for me. Like, I've tried a couple other of his movies, but they just, like, I can't get into them. Young Frankenstein, I kind of really like that. Um, it made me I was kind of annoyed by that one. See, really? Young Frankenstein is one that, like... I watched recently, past couple years, and I remember it being like extremely funny. And it is funny at parts, but I'm like, it wasn't as funny as I remembered. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I love Gene Wilder, and that was the yeah. first time I'd seen He's him in anything other than Willy Wonka, which that's my favorite Gene Wilder role by far. I love, yeah, Wilder. I love uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time, actually. But uh, the minute in there he turns around and says frankenstein i like i i I laughed so hard i don't know why but it's just like that that reaction was hilarious um but yeah mel brooks i don't know why he his kind of humor just never really did it for me i don't i don't know if it was necessarily mel brooks that that got to me so much as it was the idea that a somebody would spoof star wars Mm. and and b all of the like language and stuff was in it was stuff that i watched when i was in like middle school yeah and i was just getting exposed to that vernacular and so like seeing the guy with the little pick out in the desert trying to like comb the desert literally and they're like (laughs) and then to find out that he later plays the very serene vulcan tuvok on star trek voyager what is the same guy is the same guy yeah oh my god yeah but yeah there's some very meta star trek humor going on right now with like some some captions and stuff uh where they they take like screen grabs of stuff and they caption it differently to make it seem like there's a different conversation going on and one of them involved like tuvok going on some sort of a mission excuse me and at the end the final panel was actually tuvok saying we ain't found shit. And that was like <laughs> a callback to Spaceballs. And I was That's like, awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. But that scene and the surrounded by assholes scene, like <laughs> that got me as a teenager. Because yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's true. This is my life. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> like, Did you I, see the commercial, the new commercial with Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis that just came yeah. out? <laughs> no, I He's didn't back. See it. No, He's back. I've Rick Moranis is back, baby. Go check I it out. It's only like it okay. yet. Yeah. I like I like the joke where they had the meta joke. When yes, they that's my get the name. video file for look, the movie. Look at the video. In. Looking back to now. Now. We miss it. When? Just now. <laughs> yeah. There's that's so fun. many, like, spot-on, like, great jokes like that. Yeah. Or my my personal favorite is, you idiots, you captured the stunt doubles. <laughs> 
Because you're the entire okay, team, like, something's not right about that. doesn't look like John Candy. That's something different. <laughs> I love how we're discovering that actually Spaceballs is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's like hearing Ben describe the funniest moments is great, but then watching the actual movie is kind of a slog for me. I tell yeah, you what, but... okay, there is one scene or one part of it that turns me off, and it's Pizza the Hut. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> he is so oh, disgusting. Shit. Or and on top of that, you have his like major domo guy is sitting there eating him. It just <laughs> grosses me out. I can't okay. handle it. I agree. Okay, but like, you you've got to admit that Jabba's Kwaki and Monkey Lizard must have taken a munch by mistake at one point or another. I mean, there is that big gash on Jabba's tail. I mean, just so. saying, just saying, it's entirely possible. Uh, I, I think I think I think Pizza the Hut was one that was probably hit and miss, but I I didn't think that all of the humor was hit and miss. Like, golly, like I thought I was gonna spark like this really fun, awesome conversation <laughs> about a like, really a really music like movie, and then like everybody just collapsed on me like, shut up, that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I had like know, I had like I had like, I had, like yeah, yeah. this I had this like John Mulaney moment where it's like no that movie sucks you need to go to hell and i was like okay i i feel like humor kind of transforms and people's tastes in humor transforms over time just culturally and i think that when that movie came out and when most of mel brooks movies came out it was just at a time period where that humor worked best. okay that is very true and on a similar topic in a similar vein Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people. Oh, the doggo! (laughs) Steven's transformed into a dog. That's not fair, Steven. You knew that was going to happen, and you did it anyway, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Ah. Distraction. Now you just threw out the whole podcast. Humor and in the context of, of culture, it definitely evolves. Because in, in a similar vein to how that happened with the Mel Brooks films of the, of the 80s and the 90s, I feel like that was also very true of a particular comedy that was in the U.S. that was super popular that a lot of people still laugh at. And whenever I watch it, it makes me cringe up every episode without fail. No, oh, no. Anybody ever see All in the Family? No, but I've heard of it. Enough of it. Oh, my gosh. Like... Yeah. It's yeah, oh Archie even, Bunker is a character. I don't even have the words to describe how cringe that show is now. Yeah. Like he's he's very he's very outspoken about his his thoughts and beliefs, and they are very not in keeping with how things are now. Nope. And so politically when, incorrect. When not when you think like big yikes. They're, they're they're very bigoted comments they're very thoughtless comments they're very like nice. they they attack like they're a lot of his stuff he he goes on the offensive instead of the defensive and like whenever somebody makes like an actual legit point he just like shoots them down about their hair or their body or something like that like like i, nice. I it's it's bad like Okay. Hashtag cancel all in the family. Uh, if, well, the, the cringiest part is the stupid opening song. That too. It's awful. It's that awful. Too. I'm not even sure if I've heard the opening song. 
it's the two of them sitting down at a piano. And what's really stupid is that's probably the most amicable the two of them are in the whole damn show. <laughs> because he get he gets very hostile towards his wife and she gets very nasally and annoying like every episode. And for some reason the two of them in harmony wait, it wait, works. Is there implied domestic violence? I don't know if it's implied domestic violence so much as the whole man's home is his castle type of mentality. Uh, like, 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 like she's very much the housewife, the homemaker, and he's the, the breadwinner. And whenever he comes home, he sits down in his chair, pops on the TV, cracks open a beer and doesn't do crap for the whole episode, except talk crap to other people. A, a and, real and at some point, bad. at some point, I've never actually seen these episodes, but at, a, at one point, all in the family crosses over with the Jeffersons. Yep. The Jeffersons go to the all in the family house. Yep. And I can only assume there's some, eh, okay. some racist there's, stuff in there. There's, okay. There's one episode where they get Sammy Davis Jr. to guest star on the wow. show. <laughs> wow. And he, he sits down in the living room and has a conversation with him. And the only reason I remember this is because I watched like this funniest moments of the previous century video cassette when I was younger and it had a sequence from this where he's sitting down with him talking like, I don't mean no disrespect, but if God wanted us to be together, he would have put us together. But look what he did. He put you in Africa and put the rest of us in all the white countries. What? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yikes. How, how is that real? Yeah. Big, big yikes. Yeah. This is on national television. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh. What, so okay, end, also, okay. what years would this have been on? I want to say the 70s. Okay. I I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, not, so, 71 to 79. With that being <laughs> said, Sammy Davis Jr. did get the last laugh because there was a neighbor kid that wanted to get a picture of Sammy Davis Jr. as like proof that he was actually there. And Sammy was like, well, only if you get it with my friend, Archie Bunker. Like, he, like, puts his arm around his shoulder, and he's like, all right, I'm ready for the picture line. On the count of three. One, two, three. When he hits three and the shutter snaps, he leans over and plants a big one on Archie's cheek. <laughs> and there's photographic evidence of a black guy kissing Archie Bunker. That's, that's good. <laughs> so he got, he got the last laugh, but oh, oh my goodness. That was a ridiculous, ridiculous episode that I do not care to put myself through ever again. So humor like that obviously ages poorly, but it's it's interesting to see different types of humor because I can watch like the Andy Griffith show and mm -hmm. Don Knotts makes me laugh no matter what. Like, I love Don Knotts and he was around back then, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have seen the ghost in Mr. Chicken. Or yeah. Uh, you know that's one of my absolute mm, nah. favorites but it's like, a mad 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 world yeah yeah oh, don knots is hilarious in that don not uh, the apple dumpling gang. he just yes laugh. and it's like why did why does that age well you know like i can watch it today and laugh my head off because it doesn't get political yeah it, like it's the timeless. the andy it's timeless. The, the andy griffith show is more about family Mm -hmm. it, it's more about communication, compassion, understanding. It, it doesn't really deal with racial prejudices that much. It doesn't really deal with like, like girls getting molested or anything like that. Like they don't yeah. address like really, really tough issues. They just look at 
you know, romantic stuff like like you know Andy's love life and who he's dating. They look at the the weirdos in Main Street and the crazy stuff that they're doing. Like it's it's about day in the life more than it is addressing the, hot button issues. The toughest like topics like Andy Griffith like tackles is like oh yeah opie gets accused of burning down a barn and then andy is stupid enough enough to not believe his own son and even though like he repeatedly tells him like dad dad i didn't do it like you gotta believe me actually did do it and there's there's a few times where like andy's like out of character because like why like you've learned like 10 times by now that obi would never lie to you so why why are you just believing him now right Uh, yeah that that's the other thing is like he wants to give him the benefit of the doubt yeah well he does that too but also his parenting skills are top notch they are because there's there's an episode where ronnie howard is trying to like get his allowance without getting paid for it Mm mm-hmm and he like throws a temper tantrum and holds his breath and and because he's he, like, trying to be like that his one friend right yeah he's trying to be like his friend he's like <gasps> and Andy's like what are you doing I'll hold <laughs> yeah. my breath he like, goes right. oh well that's good for the lungs and he goes back to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then he's like hey he's on the floor and he's like what are you doing now and he's like I'm throwing a tantrum and he's like oh well don't get your clothes dirty goes back <laughs> yeah, to work yeah. <laughs> remains hey, unaffected top notch top yeah. notch parenting yeah but you like but. you think about that show though it's in the what 50s 60s mm-hmm. it's about a single dad like yeah. and and it's I, I mean it's it's interesting because like back then it's like oh yeah the ideal family uh, you know a dad and mm-hmm. you know not mm-hmm. uh not anything else but a man and a woman and you know that that's that's that and it's yeah. just a single dad trying to raise his kid and get trying to get a chick on the side chick sometimes um <laughs> i think Ann B was the real side chick. no, I'm just no. <laughs> oh no God. that's the that's what the ant in law what are you talking I, about i i would have been hot for aunt b i'm just saying i would have been hot for her pie maybe um so saying, apparently behind the scenes pie. drama is that uh Ooh, aunt b awesome. and andy did not get along they they never they like they, they hated oh. each other really? oh I I hate stories like that because then I watch the show now and I'm like, oh, they. And there's one episode where Andy comes in and he's got his hand bandaged up, and he supposedly was like fighting these guys and getting them into jail. Um, Apparently, as the story goes, the real story is that Andy punched a wall in real Mm -hmm. life because uh, Don Knotts like got an award that he didn't. Andy, come on, man! Wow, Don Knotts got an award. Like Don Knotts got like a Emmy nomination, and Andy didn't. And for that show, yes, for that show. Okay, and Andy could, punched the wall. I could see the frustration there because, like, why? Why would the supporting co-star see, get a that's nomination? That's the thing with Andy Griffith show is Don Knotts totally stole it yes like yeah. you watch yeah. like like going back like you have like andy griffith in no time for sergeants which is one it was early movies he's the he's the goofy guy but in yeah. andy griffith show he's the straight man and don Knotts is the goofy guy and everybody loved him okay but in no time for sergeants he's more of a gomer pile than he is a uh, barney fife right i remember i remember that movie he 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 he's basically that's basically the pilot for gomer pile usmc 
<laughs> yeah, this is like when Andy from The Office punched the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, different Andy, different office, but probably yeah. a circumstance. <laughs> okay, I have to ask, um, Matthias, you've been very quiet here. Do you have mm-hmm. any idea what The Andy Griffith Show is? Have you ever seen it? <laughs> no. No. Well, I mean, I've never an seen an American either, classic. So. I feel terrible. We it's went on like this, this 15, 20 minute tangent, and here it is almost six in the morning. And this poor guy has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Let me it's put it okay. this way. It's, it's about okay. I'm whole, having a blast there. It's about as wholesome of a, an, a classic American television show as you could. It's watch. the perfect show to watch in 2020 because it's okay. totally it devoid it, of like problems. It's just the simple life. It's small town, small town problems, and you know the, the it's 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 just normal stuff, and it's so heartwarming. Yeah, and well, I believe we have well, someone else yeah. about to join us, maybe here. Oh, maybe. oh do oh, we? We have another. We guest. got more celebrity. We have more. There's more helping us with the fun. Chef, it's Whoa! the right man. <laughs> Fluffy, Fluffy, It's the fluff. Hello. Dude, <laughs> thanks for joining and us. Then there were six. Hey, yeah. it's our 300th episode. Of course, we've got to get the most hyped person in Channel 1138 helping us with this celebration, dude. How you doing? Oh, you're muted. You're muted. Oh, you. no, the mute monster. Ah. Can you hear me? Yes. Ah, there we go. We can hear you. It's weird to see Oh, lost oh, again. Lost him again. Off again. It's weird. Go back, go back. It's weird. <laughs> Let's try that again. You like reached for yet. something and it went off. You're, like like all I'm seeing is like hands but nothing happening. It's like <laughs> just keep all of this in the show reel. <laughs> oh, this is all I'm not, you think I'm editing this really Hashtag release the show reel cut. Release the hype fun. cut. We heard you for like five seconds there, Jeff. Now you're gone. And then you cut off again. Dude, like, what are you doing to it? I'm going to try again. She said, I don't know. Okay. No. Okay. What Can we need to do re-lips? is we need to, we need to, we need to do the, the bad Maybe. lip reading like seagulls. Oh, yeah. Stop it now. <laughs> mm, penny for your thoughts. <laughs> I hate Brenda. Stop it now. Bad guy kicked me in the shin and I peed all over my pants. My stick is You've transformed into the letter J. <laughs> this 300th episode of IPC is brought to you in part by the letter J. <laughs> and the number two for Jake has drank two Coke Zero. Oh dear. Oh yeah. dear. That's the equivalent of one Red Bull for me. No, because zero plus zero is zero, so it's just zero Coke. Oh, Steven. Oh. Math. <laughs> Quick maths. Oh man! Yeah. It's zero. It's like you open it up; and it's an empty can. It's like you got zero coke. Yeah, it's like you okay. get what you paid for. I know. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't That's it be sense. funny if you just like opened it and it was just air? <laughs> <laughs> but we since didn't I'm lie to you, <laughs> yes, but since I'm studying to be a librarian, and oh, yeah. I have on list many shows that I need to watch because. As a librarian, I, as a future librarian, I began to think, what made this show so successful? And one the research that in some of my future uh-huh. years. Yep. So, yeah. 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 
especially the long ones. Yeah. So, for example, friends. Yeah. I'm gonna be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what are your thoughts on this? On Jeff's technical issues, or Matthias <laughs> becoming a librarian, or Coke on Zero? We're kind friend. of we're kind of all over the place with topics right now. <laughs> what are your thoughts Remember, on the My Favorite Martian remake from the nineties? <laughs> Um, so so apparently, I spent a lot of time making show notes that we're not going to use, apparently. Oh, Is there's show, show, show notes? One, two, three. Hashtag release the Where show have you notes. Been? You said you were going to make show notes, but you never sent them to us in the group chat. So I just assumed we were freeballing it the whole show. No, Wait, I, I did. You did. I actually I did. suggested to you, if you were not going to do this, then... I suggested that you should just watch the movie 300, but (laughs) that was something that we talked about like several times, like several, several times. And then I finally put it to Facebook and I was like, if you were watching one of your favorite podcasts, I got really conceited. Like if you were watching your favorite podcast (laughs) have its 300th episode, how would you want it to celebrate? And actually our friend Sean over at Phantom Empire just put one word. He said, party. And I got, ins- I got inspired. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Hell yeah. It's a celebration. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't yeah. be like a traditional episode. It needs to be something that kind no, no. of commemorates everything that IPC represents and stands for while also <laughs> embracing the future and what the future might hold. Because I've gotten really warm reception in private messages to the video format. So maybe, maybe coming in future episodes, we do more video features on IPC where we just hop on and and people actually look at our stupid faces while we're talking. I personally love the idea of just jumping on here, not doing show notes, (laughs) not doing any prep, just jumping on and talking with you guys. Hey, that could be like a new thing that we do because I feel like this conversation has been really fun. For, for oh, one yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Like just going all over the place, talking about anything that comes to mind. It's very freewheeling. It, it, it's, it's kind of like very free flowing. Jeff says, that's literally what my podcasts are. <laughs> 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 You're right, dude. You're right. Um, but you know, I, I think, I think there's something to be said about the, the authenticity of just being able to talk about whatever's on your mind, oh, like a regular episode of IPC, probably would not have conversations about trains, planes, and automobiles and all in the family and the Andy Griffith show and the expanse <laughs> and top fives. Like we've covered a lot already. As and a person who is there at almost six in the morning for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like how Sorry. often do we have guests from Matthias, the other side of the world? Matthias got when when you got up, it's like, did you stay up late or did you get up early? Like, there's no. It's hard to distinguish that. Okay, okay. See, I, I got to sleep, so I slept for three hours, and oh, then wow. I got a. a so technically, you got to, up early. <laughs> yeah, technically, I got up early. Yeah. Really, really early. But I'm gonna have to sleep much earlier. Mm-hmm. Late today, or oh or... man. Okay, so I I got a message from Jeff saying my mic definitely works on my other computer. I'm going to switch, so he oh. will be back. 
He will okay. be back. You will hear Jeff before the Good next luck. We will, we will get to hear back from him. And when we do, maybe we try and play a round of one, two, three or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'm I'll, I'll, go, I'll go through the rules on how to play it in case anybody. I'm going to send you guys the show notes that like explains it. Because okay. I did all that. I, I you actually, like, actually did the thing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean that one? Okay, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it in the chat here so you guys can see it, and I'll put it in the public chat because these are designed to be public show notes that you guys can interact with and see, and everybody can be on the board with it. So I'm gonna put it over here. I'm gonna put it right There's there. The, there uh-huh. you go. There it is. So what's it gonna do? Is it gonna open this? Oh, in this tab over here, it's like magic. <laughs> oh, and you put it in channel1138.com too. Yeah. Oh man, download the Zoom app. Ha! Oh, I didn't I see. Even do- I didn't even do that, sucker. I see a bunch uh, of people thinking. I see anonymous hyena. I need anonymous oh. draft. I see anonymous squirrel. I don't know which is which. But I don't. I don't know which one I am. I don't care. Uh, top five, anything. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do. Let's do a top five then. While we're waiting on on Fluffy. Um, top five mm, drinks. Oh. <laughs> It can be it can be it can be sodas, it can be tea, it can be alcoholic beverages, your top five mm. drinks. Uh Steven, go. Oh, that's a hard one. Okay, so should I get specific or does it have to be general? As long or short as you want it to be. This is your top five. This is okay. Schindler's list right here, everybody. The Schindler's oh, list boy, right, this right is now. So much pressure. Um okay. Um <laughs> number five, water. <laughs> number four. <laughs> Number four, uh, chocolate milk. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Number three, pink lemonade. <laughs> oh. Number number two, um, Pepsi. <laughs> and number one, definitely Mountain Dew. I think I've seen ah, you do I love Dew that before. One. I think I forgot to add alcoholic beverages onto the list, but it's too late now. So <laughs> uh, maybe we'll do another top five that's just alcoholic beverages because Oh, that, good point. That that's that's one that yeah. Ben can't play. He doesn't drink. Yeah, I'll just sleep through that. Big <laughs> top five would be uh, I'll present box them wine from the corner store, uh box wine from Walmart, uh uh box wine from Box Wines are us. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of R Us, I like sparkling grape juice. (laughs) Oh man, that was that was a fun group chat. One time, Jake, just tell you tell the story. Like, so one time, very very soon after Toys R Us closed their stores nationwide, my wife and I decided, hey, let's go check out the abandoned Toys R Us in town. So we did, and it was pretty easy to get like shockingly easy to get in and we got in we explored we found an entire rack of like gift cards that had the serial numbers on them and anything or and everything i did not take any because i i don't think you can without you them knowing you stole it because the purchase record was anyway i it wasn't worth it but anyway we went to the or i went into the bathroom and it, everything was still working. The lights were working. The plumbing was working. And I just, I used the bathroom and I took a picture of my feet and sent it to our group chat and was like, I'm in an abandoned Toys R Us right now. No, no, no. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing. There's something else that happened there that you did that I haven't talked about. One of the most amazing things I've ever witnessed in my life. And it was the thing where I sent you this long-winded, crazy message 
when you showed us the gift cards, the I'm like, list? okay, take take gift card, and you must summon the ghost <laughs> of a uh, Jeffrey, not Jeffrey oh. White, the, the the other Jeffrey, the Jeffrey the giraffe. Because Jeffrey yes. was dead at that point. You have to summon the ghost of Jeffrey. To do that, you have to take a gift card and go switch in the toilet at certain times. You had to say Jeffrey out loud and do all this kind of crazy stuff. And you did it all. You did every bit of it. You have it on video. I don't know where it is, but it's on video. It was, like and it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Crazy ritual to summon this dead giraffe. I think you actually did summon a demon because that's what we're in right now. All right? That's you did it. this. That's the problem. Jake made 2020 happen. Why did we arrive at this? <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> conclusion to make. It's Jake's fault that we've got 2020. Bush what did 9-11. Because Jake he used a gift card in an abandoned Toys R Us toilet to summon the spirit of a deceased fake giraffe. So that's why we've got coronavirus, bitch. I'm serious. I want to find this video now, but I have no idea how. Because he, uh, he videoed all this and yeah. sent it to our group chat. Oh, he sent it to the group chat. I thought he sent it to you personally because if you go through like your interactions, you can see like photos and videos yeah. that you've shared with each other. I don't even know if that group chat exists. I don't even know if that group still exists. No, I think I think it's lost mm. with time. Oh man! But yeah, okay. That was good On that note, who remembers Backyard Watch? I miss Backyard Watch, man. Oh my gosh. Steven, uh, Matthias, do you all remember Backyard Watch from Channel 1138, The Glory Days? I don't think I've ever actually listened to it. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I I asked you both, and then you both answered at the same time. That's my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So basically, one night after IPC aired, it was like in its first year. One night after it aired, Chris, the station manager for 1138, was listening, and he goes, there are crickets in my yard outside. This was before he moved to L.A. He was still in the New England area. And he said, there are bugs making noise in my backyard. I'm going to go and listen to them and just talk on the station. And people were like, cool, he's going in his backyard. And somehow we ended up with the hashtag Backyard Watch. Next thing you know, there's like 12 people listening to Chris's random thoughts while he's sitting on his back porch, listening to the bugs in his backyard. And he said, you know what? I'm just going to keep this going. And he did. And he said, if I ever get below 10 listeners on 1138, that's when I'm going to call it a night. Out of spite, people started opening tabs on their computers (laughs) (laughs) at least that's what i did opened up different tabs on their computers to make it look like there were 10 people listening and forced chris to pull an all-nighter in his backyard because he never got below 10 live listeners and this went on for many 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 nights it It would be we would do ipc and then chris would jump on after us and he would do it and then i would just go about my business i would go to work i'd go home i would go to sleep I would wake up the next day, and he, Chris is still on. They're all still like they're talking about how like oh yeah somebody fell asleep. There was snoring on the channel. There was just yep. dead air. Like it was insanity, and it was so great, and I miss it. And you know what, uh, Chris? Chris is back in New Hampshire right now. Mm. He needs to bring it back, guys. It's time to bring back the backyard. the backyard watch. Hashtag bring back yeah, backyard else? watch. I'm yeah, pretty yes. close. I'm in PA. I should go visit him. Yeah. Do you remember what year that was? Probably. That, if that was the first year of IPC, it was probably 
2014, if not uh, early 2015. I remember doing it before Force Awakens came out. Fluffy, Fluffy, are you here? Yeah. (laughs) Yo! Hey! (laughs) We got the hype man! Fluff watch. Oh, yeah. Finally. Just just talking about good old days of Backyard Watch. Oh, my God. You remember that? I remember, dude, yo, six and a half years ago when IPC started. This was April, I believe late April 2014. Right afterwards, like you Chris, you know, station manager, Chill on 38, just, just broadcasted from his backyard. With it sounds oddly familiar. I, <laughs> you, just, you just talked about it while I was gone. Oh, he's get, no, Jeff is giving out dates and times here. This is fascinating. We got <laughs> none of that. Yeah, like I was wondering when exactly it was. I'm stoned. And I was one of those people in chat just like messing around with Chris was just like reading chat and just doing whatever he pleased. And my God, I, and just, just to think IPC is 300 episodes strong. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh God. I, I, I can't believe it. I, yeah, I, me neither. I me really neither. didn't think that Ben was going to put up with me for that long. <laughs> like I, mean, I thought, I thought like 50 episodes tops and it'd be like, yeah, I really think I need to focus on my star Wars. This was a great experiment, but I'm done. <laughs> like I honestly got thought that that, like if you go back and listen to our very first episode, I got like this weird Sylvan drawl <laughs> thing going on. And Some of us still do. I said, I said a lot of us and y'all <laughs> crap like that. And it just, it sounded like, it sounded like George Strait was trying to make love to a donkey. I tell you what, almost and, as southern as everyone Ben knows in Mississippi. Okay, it <laughs> was getting... it was not good. It was it was not mm-mm. because this and is a podcast born and raised in the South, y'all. It was it was started by two good old Southern boys, never meaning no harm. They never get in trouble with the law. Never meaning no harm. Born. Biggest trouble I ever got with the law was when my inspection sticker was out of date and I got a $40 ticket. You sound like you own a plantation. No, actually, uh, I take that back. I actually did almost get arrested once when I was 13. For shoplifting oh, from a Walmart. No, I wasn't shoplifting. Uh, it was actually like a hit and run accident kind of thing. Except I kept hitting the car over and over and over again. Wow. Who, who who have we got here that's been added to the call? I see a, a yeah. Ryan Valentino. What's up? Oh, oh he muted I, himself. He muted I, himself. I, I say what's up, speak, and then Ryan goes mute. Ryan. Right. Okay. Speak, no, Ryan. what's going on, my guys? Hey. hey. Hello. There he is. Hey. Thank you for joining us on our 300th anniversary it sounds like we're 300 years old <laughs> by doing that uh, been a long time didn't you say seven episodes 300 years or something uh, be older than america itself uh, yeah, oh <laughs> if we did one episode a year that would have to be like one damn good episode <laughs> wow. um ryan how long have you been a listener of the ipc podcast uh I actually never listened to an episode before. I found this link on Twitter and I said, yo, let's run a train, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is epic. First time contributor to the show and you're on our 300th special. That is amazing. Uh, Yeah, I'm glad to be here for 300. 
hey. missed two ninety nine episodes, <laughs> but I'm here. Well, hey, that's a perfect opportunity to let people know that they can find previous episodes of our show at ipcpodcast.podbean.com. Yeah. We've got an entire library of those yeah. 200-something-odd episodes available there. Oh. And we're also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, and a host of other things. Wow. I think the only one we're not on is Spotify, but that's okay because who uses Spotify oh, oh, come on. anymore anyways? Okay, Maniacal Melodies, my music podcast is on Spotify. Well, that makes sense, though. A music-themed <laughs> podcast yeah, on a music-playing app like that. Delayed Replay is also yeah. on Spotify. Okay, oh, show yeah, off. Enough of the plugs, all right? Just, just shut up. We got, we got so many plugs, we don't need a dealer anymore. Ooh, I really respect, I respect that I've had f- four of y'all on my podcasts. Like, I... I I just yeah. thanks for being on. I love having. Wait, y'all who have on. you had on your podcast? I, I've had <laughs> Ben on. I've had Ben on five hundred times. I've had <laughs> Zach. I've had Zach on two or three times. Jake, I've had you on a couple of times. When did Steven you have once. me on? No, no, no. He's talking about height function, not maniacal yeah. melodies. Not maniacal oh. melodies. No, none of us have enough experience in music to be on maniacal melodies. Although I did have our, our pal Dominic Jones on with F one hundred and five, so I had him on with and so that yeah. <laughs> oh nice yeah. all right all right the well i could contribute train. to maniacal melodies as you would play a song and i would i would lean into the microphone and say just yes, like i can confirm this is music play every ipc <laughs> intro music yeah. at this point i've done so many podcasts that if someone said hey you've been on my podcast i'd be like i okay yeah i guess i'm I, not I surprised this is actually my first podcast that I've been on some. Wow. Really, oh, really. I heard Dude, I... the part where I ask questions and all, but not this kind of part. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember the first time I was ever on a podcast was Ben Hart asked me to be a guest on IPC. I was so nervous. And I don't. I had never done a podcast before, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm gonna say something stupid. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna ruin the entire show." And it went really well. I can't even remember what we talked about, but that is the day I got hooked on podcasting, my friends. I'm hooked yeah. on a podcast. And there's a first time for everything, and everyone's first time is is mm-hmm. very weird. It's very I mean, yeah. weird. Just very weird you know. Me yeah, yeah. When you when you lose your podcasting virginity, it's something really special. <laughs> Ben, ben just like it. that he made it weird ben took my virginity yeah. that day <laughs> i thank you for taking my virginity <laughs> I, w- I was nervous but ben said don't worry just it'll I be just, over soon you know i we all know 2020 is a is a year of hell but i, I really respect you know I, I think ben you have to love that not only is IPC having its 300th episode this year, but the Star Wars Underworld has had 10 years of operation. That's crazy. Hey, congratulations it, about that. Thank you. That thank yeah, you. It, some b- huge milestones this year. Mm. On top of everything else that's happening, <laughs> um, just yeah. kind of my life flashing before my eyes and going, I've been doing this for so long. My but God, what have crazy. I been doing with my life? It's crazy it's, to it's, think that like pot as far as podcasting goes especially like there haven't really been that many podcasts in general that have been around for much longer than 10 years so you're like you you, you know like i mean a few i guess i'm not even sure when podcasting started but um like Long i remember time the, ago. 
the 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 term was coined sometime in the early 2000s i think but yeah it's like you go way well back, you know from what i've heard it's actually even older than that but maybe the term is not as old as the actual thing yeah you're probably right it, yeah, it, yeah, i don't it's... know like they really kind of started becoming really popular kind of like between 2006 and 2008 i feel like I feel like, like I think, that's the round there when it was like podcasts were like a fringe thing. Like I openly yeah. admit when the Star Wars Underworld started and I first started getting into this, I didn't know what a podcast was like legitimately. Yeah, true. Like I was like, true. Podcast, I was like, what? is this radio, but lesser? Yeah. And now, <laughs> and now oh. it's so like everywhere you go, there's better. podcasts now. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. There's okay, a podcast you can listen to. They said the, the term podcasting was coined in 2004 by journalist Ben Hammersley in a newspaper article for The Guardian. Ben, ha- ben Hartz. Really <laughs> Very similar names there. Yeah. Right? right? So close. A little, little, little too similar. Yeah, Ben, wasn't it Ben? Wasn't it like one or two years into the SWU that you started podcasting? Yeah, it was about oh. – I don't know. It's just, it's just like I, of course, started the Facebook page. And that's all I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then this guy named Chris came along and was like, we're going to do everything. We're going to have a website <laughs> and a podcast and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, whoa, slow down. Oh, it sounds um, just like him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really um, does. So I was literally dragged. like, Because I didn't want to like – I remember the first time I got on Skype and talked to Chris Siegel. I did not want to do it. He forced me to do it. <laughs> I was an antisocial person. I was terrified. Wait, so are you are you saying that like Chris podcast raped you? Yikes! <laughs> okay, Gensler guys, uh, I think uh, we just uh, need to wrap. It I up was there. a willing participant in my first. Time. <laughs> yeah, with Jake, it was consensual, but yeah. apparently Ben was kicking and screaming, and got I was ready. Over. I was asking for it. <laughs> But I had never done. I'm sure it was the way you were dressed, Ben. You you just dressed like a podcast slut. He des- <laughs> he, he deserved it. He deserved it. Why are we talking about this? He's feeling very uncomfortable. I feel so this is very weird. uncomfortable. He's turning guys. more red than he already is. We oh, are okay. adults. Stephen's like, I think I have to go now. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, is this a Star Wars podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know what it is right now. Right now it's kind of a cluster, Ryan, because we decided oh, to make man. it like really off the hook and and it really went off the rails too. Off the chain, uh, man. So that's yeah. that's a good question though, because for first timers like Ryan, how would you describe the IPC podcast? Like what's what's your best way of like doing like a, a 30 second elevator pitch for the IPC podcast? IPC idiots podcasting. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Jake, you're going to get kicked off the show. Intergalactic oh. peace jelly. Okay, no. Not going down that road again. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. See, that's a throwback from like five years ago that poor Ryan has no idea what we're talking about. Let's, I don't think let's, a lot of people know. Yeah, probably. It's probably for the best. If you look up Intergalactic Peace Jelly, they're an actual band from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, like when you, when you start typing intergalactic peace on Facebook, yep. you'll either get coalition <laughs> or jelly. Those are your top two results. And basically we were on a show with Dominic DJ crazy train Jones. <laughs> and we found <laughs> what the hell this. Was that? We found that 
found yeah. out that there was a band that named Intergalactic Peace Jelly. And we spent we proceeded to spend the next hour making fun of them. Yep. And like mm-hmm. just going all out. And then a listener of ours who is not here tonight. Not who, here and not affiliated with us, by the way. No, no, no. A a well-meaning one, but still someone who does not represent us, went and sent an invite to Intergalactic oh, yeah. Peace Jelly and said, Hey, why don't you go up here? on the IPC podcast, you know, the podcast that made fun of you for like an hour. And, and it was uh, not fun. Not fun at all. That was, that was like, that was a, that was like our only crisis. That's like the only crisis IPC's ever had. And we had, (laughs) we had to clean that up pretty quick. But on that note, their most listened to song on SoundCloud, I really need to try it. I still haven't gotten around to it, but I will never forget the title of this song. Their most listened to song is titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtleneck. (laughs) That is an excellent song. (laughs) I I love it just for the name, honestly. Me too. Um, But but Ryan, going back to your original question, um, Ben is the co-host of a Star Wars podcast called The Star Wars Underworld. And he's been on that show for probably about plus two years more than IPC's been around, somewhere in, the, somewhere in that range. But for a while, it was getting to the point where it was just Star Wars and no opportunity to talk about anything else. And while I like Star Wars, I was just getting into Marvel Comics, DC. I was getting into Star Trek at the time. I was kind of expanding my, my horizons. And I reached out to him and say, hey, would you be interested in doing a podcast about Star Wars and other things? And he was like, yeah, that would be great because I only get to talk about Star Wars and this would give me a chance to talk about other stuff. And so from that, we started drawing in Star Wars listeners by talking about the movies, the Clone Wars TV show, Mm -hmm. things like that. And then it grew from there. And we talked about the Avengers. We talked about some of the DC TV shows like the Arrow and the Flash when they came out. Um, You know, it's just called Arrow, right? It's just called Arrow now, but the at, at one point it was called it's the Arrow. It's always been Arrow. It's always been Arrow. <laughs> Whatever. That's <laughs> what I'm talking Arrow about. I, I hate that it's not called Green Arrow. It should be called that. <laughs> Anyways, mm-hmm. we did some reviews on shows like that for a bit, and then we found out that people wanted us to talk about more recent stuff too. And so anytime there was a recent release that came out, we would give people about a week or two buffer, and then we would go on and give our reviews of certain movies. And so since then, we've done like big get-togethers for the new Star Wars movies that have come out. We've done uh, big crossovers with other podcasts doing talks about things like the Avengers films when Infinity War and Endgame came out. Ah, yeah. Ah, uh, uh, yes. And, and, Those and, were so good. They've been they've End been game fun pod to do was so good and and really yes. fun to listen to. They've been really fun to collaborate on, and that's really the essence of IPC. Is it's, it's movie reviews, it's TV mm-hmm. reviews from just about any galaxy you can think of. We haven't even scratched the surface on some of them because like there's series <laughs> like Farscape and Babylon Five that I still want to get around to eventually. Those are amazing. They're two of my favorite sci-fi shows I ever. I really want to do stuff like that, but there's still so many other great things out there. Like I need to get Ben to watch mm-hmm. like the rest of Discovery. You know, I need to get Jake. Oh, to I've watch- watched it all. I've watched I need, it. All. I need. I need to get Jake to watch Altered Carbon. You know, there's there's yeah. other, there's other shows out there. There's other movies out there. Two that, weeks ago, that we're we trying to get. A, to. 
<laughs> yeah, was it right. two? I thought it was closer to three, but yeah. Or maybe. I thought like it was like four. Weeks ago. Weird in court. We made a deal. In court on yeah. Zach's like, I will watch all of Umbrella Academy if you watch Altered Carbon. And I'm like, deal. You got a deal. Like four days later, you're like, well, done with Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's going to be an interesting day when IPC delves into anime territory. I don't I know. McClunky. Oh man! Okay, I would uh, I would start an anime podcast. Does Avatar: The Last Airbender count? I will jump on that if. Yeah, I'm gonna say well, maybe not. <laughs> I will. Okay, I will try something like really vanilla, like Cowboy Bebop or something like that. that oh, that's or... a really good show, actually. I no, like. No. I I would I would I would I would probably try and do one like that. And Jake, if you ever do start an anime podcast, I will I will do. Avatar and Cowboy Bebop with you. That's that's about as far as I can go. Uh, I do have a friend though. His name's Paco, who has been into anime and manga for like a decade. We and he and he actually he actually taught me to say it correctly. It's Paco not, was one of the first uh, guests on this podcast. He was when we were talking about the state of DC back in the day. Like one of our first five episodes, he was he was a guest helping us talk about DC. Uh, I don't think McClunky. Okay, okay. Here here's the thing that's gonna happen. I gotta go. No, I gotta run. I gotta oh. run. I might be back. I might be back. I'm gonna leave everything okay. running because I'm posting this thing and Mixer's going or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this thing's just gonna keep going, but without me. So we're just gonna guys, be looking yeah. at an empty room. Then is that what we're doing? <laughs> um, maybe, maybe <laughs> an not. empty maybe room with Violet and Kyle Ren. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll talk to you guys in a little while. Maybe if you're crazy enough to keep going with this and just go all night, <laughs> who, just, who just like the old, just like the old backyard watch days. Who knows? I really, I really don't know. Like I've got a decent bandwidth going right now on uh, on OBS. We've been going for almost two hours on OBS alone. Damn. So yeah, yeah I mean, we're uh, two sixteen. Yeah, I don't know on Mixer. how long I'm gonna be here, but. Uh, I don't blame you, man. I really, really don't. I'm and surprised it, you it, stuck around this long. Yeah, me. honestly. Yeah, honestly. I agree though. on that one. Uh, like, oh my gosh. It's almost 6.30 where you are in the morning. Is yep. that right? Yep. Wow. Crazy, okay. crazy, crazy. For frame of reference, I, I love everybody in this call. I really do. To, oh, to some degree. Probably, probably some more than others, but I love everybody in this call. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about that you wouldn't mm-hmm. ask. It's because of what I said about space balls, isn't it? <laughs> but I would never podcast with you guys at 6.30 in the goddamn morning. No, never going to happen. That time involved? does not exist on my clock. Never going to happen. Never has happened. Never will happen. So, Matthias, you win the most dedicated award because you just flat out showed up at like from the hours of three to six in the morning. That is ridiculous. That is, that is Thanks. phenomenal. And we appreciate it a lot. Thanks. Um, mm. So I really, I, I, I guess I'm going to the show notes now for like the first time yeah. ever. So fun fact, <laughs> fun fact on my podcasts, I do not use show notes. Oh, uh, it's all improv. It's, Maybe I mean, that's I what like, I'm going to do when I start a podcast personally for me i think it's just a control issue i like to have a little bit of structure most of the time just so I that agree. i have an idea yeah, of what to look forward to and what things i need to cover versus the mm-hmm. things that you know maybe they do need to get covered maybe they don't it's okay if we throw that in there then great um but i i personally just like to have a little bit of structure to what we're doing it's not a knock on anybody else's way of doing it by any means 
but um I, I don't know. I just the way you podcast, Jeff. Right? <laughs> That's why I'm never on your show. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally, totally kidding. My gosh. That's because I invite Ben on so darn much. <laughs> well, in in all fairness, Ben probably has a little bit more freedom to be guest on podcasts than I do right now. You have a busy with, schedule, man. I don't want to bother you. Especially with football season starting mm-hmm. up. I'm going to be doing like some radio broadcasts for football season in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, things are, things are going to be kind of weird, but, um, wow, there's a lot of potential mini top fives being thrown in here. I don't know who's adding. Also, I love how I pretended to be annoyed that Jeff didn't invite me on his podcast when a, he did, but B multiple times, (laughs) you've invited me multiple times and I'm the worst at responding. I'm I had you on right right when COVID began. Oh Oh, yeah. Spider-Man dude, man. Dude, that's well, a, I'd like to be on again. That's a that's a that's a that's a fun time. Uh, apparently, we missed Ryan, but hopefully, he had fun. Uh, let's let's yeah, do yeah. one of these. Let's do one of these mini top fives that are being thrown in here, because okay. top five was was one of the things but, that has made IPC so fun and so great. Um, hmm. I kind of like this thing, uh, Stephen. I'm guessing this is you putting stuff in there. Oh no, I haven't put anything. You haven't put this. anything. Okay, who put oh. Star Wars EU in there? Somebody, oh. maybe, maybe it was Ben. Uh, maybe Ben's the anonymous unicorn. I don't know. Maybe, maybe um, EU stands for enormous unicorn. Right. Ooh. That's what they called me in high school. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> okay. Steven's so good with puns. I'm telling so you. So do we? <laughs> Thanks. How how would you want to have a top five Star Wars EU discussion? Because I'm I'm thinking like mostly Legends canon. Yeah, like is it top five EU books, stories, or like well, I, I could do books, books, trilogies, storylines, characters. I I don't know. I would do books. Oh, let's let's do storylines. Storylines. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna make an actual list. I'm just gonna mention some the like sure. because sure. I have read means. enough. Go ahead. Why don't why don't why don't you lead us off so the rest of us can try and come up with with our five? Okay. Um. Uh, one thing first, I haven't completed it, but uh, do, does any one of you remember Star Wars: Dawn of the Jedi? I know of it, but I've it, never read it. I, kinda, I, I I remember it, but I don't remember much about it. Is my problem? It's kind of the beginning of the Jedi, their origins, and all that. Okay, or what it felt like. Okay, he was. But it's also starting after they have existed for a time, so it's kind of weird. And oh, okay. I don't know the one hundred percent timeline of the Legends universe, so yeah, I think it's like twenty five thousand years in the past or so. Oh man, it, it was fun. It was this fun. Is... I haven't. I haven't read the first two ones and they're pretty good and i want to get the third one but it's really hard to get apparently Uh, this this is where the extent of my star wars fandom shows because i'm not as familiar with the the uh, eu unfortunately really because i thought you and i had had some like really really good talks before about 
my like the extent of my EU experience is like I read Darth Plagueis a bunch of years ago. What what am mm-hmm. I? That's my movies. Hold on, I'm gonna go take a look at my bookshelf because I feel like there's one storyline that I'm missing and I can't think of it for the life of me, and I'm gonna kill myself. Not literally, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> I re- I, I, hey, in today's society, like. You just hang yourself saw, in the back. I, Okay, I saw that right. viral. Yeah, it's a good thing you clarified that, yeah. <laughs> okay, but honestly, though, I saw, joking, that, I saw that viral TikTok video of the really depressed guy in Mississippi who uh, committed suicide on Facebook Live. Oh, shit. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've and heard of Ever, ever since then, that. I have not made, like, any suicide-related jokes because when you actually watch somebody right. commit suicide – as opposed to just hearing that somebody committed suicide, it rocks your world. Yeah. Not going to lie. Like suddenly your whole worldview is shifted to where you're like, wow, splash of reality. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm there yet. And I don't want to be in that place. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man. and it's, it's crazy, but I'm going to go look at my books. I'm not going to kill myself. I'm going to be right back. Cause I know I'm forgetting something, but I can't remember what it is for the life of I read Darth Plagueis. I also read uh, the Mandalorian armor, the first book. I think there's three in that trilogy, oh. but that was really cool. Cause it was like, I think that was the book that really got into Boba Fett escaping the Sarlacc pit. And there was a few other details in there that was interesting, but uh, it's like the know. bounty hunter trilogy. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I've read the Jedi Path book, the one that's uh, kind of a school book about mm, to how to be a Jedi or something. Mm. That one is pretty good. And mm-hmm. I got it on a actual um, uh, food store. Oh, <laughs> so, really? <Whoa>. Yeah. <laughs> it was just <laughs> laying there and uh, yeah, that looks kind of fine for me. <laughs> yeah, I take that. <laughs> yeah. And let my mom and dad pay for it. Nice. Okay. I've I've found what I was looking for and I've actually completed my five. So uh Steven, unless you have any objections, I'm gonna I'm gonna list my five. All right, go ahead. Um at number five, it's the Jason versus Jaina storyline that you get um throughout the course of the of the solo twins, how he becomes uh, a Sith and how she becomes the sword of the Jedi. They end up having oh, to, um, so legacy the, of the force. It, it's it's well, but legacy of the force encompasses mm. a lot of different storylines, but that novels that, that particular thread of, of Jason's fall and, and Jaina's rise to the point that they end up having to fight each other in the book invincible. I read invincible in like 36 hours. I was engrossed in that book. Um, that's a really great storyline. Um, at number four, it would be um, Thrawn's storyline in the book Outbound Flight. The Thrawn trilogy mm-hmm. is excellent, but if you want a really good precursor that shows his tactical side in a very, very comprehensive and, and cool way, got to read the book Outbound Flight. I read that book about once a year just to refresh my memory because it is such an interesting and compelling story and it's carried by Thrawn. So that's, that's a really great storyline. Um, at number three, it would be the, the Jedi Academy storyline by Kevin J. Anderson, that trilogy 
of Luke training a new series of Jedi at the Yavin 4 temple and coming in contact with XR Kun, a dark Lord of the Sith. Uh, That, that whole, Uh, that whole series, that whole trilogy is really well written. It's very imaginative, but it's not so dark that you get like super overwhelmed and depressed by it. Like you do with, uh, with certain other storylines from the EU. So I, I don't know. I just, I think it's a really, really well told story. And I think it was my first star Wars novel that I read was oh, wow. okay. um, the, the book two of the Jedi Academy trilogy. So I ended up having to find like the first and the third in order to round out the story. But uh, that was, I think that was my first legends novel at number two. It's the, the book ending legends books that go on either end of revenge of the Sith. The book um, Labyrinth Lab- of Evil, yeah, Labyrinth of Evil, Ooh. and then Dark Lord: The Rise of Darth Vader. Those two books make Revenge of the Sith so much better, in my opinion. Okay. Like the the stories that they tell, the mysteries that are unraveling, the stuff that leads up to the attack on Coruscant, Order sixty six, the aftermath. Um, you know, seeing Vader in action, continuing Operation Nightfall even after Revenge of the Sith is finished. There's there's a lot of story that just kind of helps bring a lot more into light about what happened in episode three. Mm-hmm. So those two books make for a really, really great storyline. And then my favorite storyline from the Legends, it's pretty obvious. I am a huge proponent of trying to find a way to incorporate the Yuzon Vong into the current <laughs> canon. They, oh, they were, in my opinion, one of the I best things to happen to the Expanded Universe. I thought it was amazing and it explained a lot of things that seemed like tactical and clerical errors by the empire. Um, At one point, I think one of the books kind of intimates that the whole reason for the existence of the death star was not to actually be a planet killing super weapon, but it was to be a defense weapon in case of invasion from an alien species outside of our known galaxy. Like the emperor was building these death stars in preparation for what his exploratory teams had discovered in the unknown regions. He was aware that the Vong existed and was trying to come up with some kind of super weapon that would be able to withstand their forces. Yeah. So that just, that just really, really made a lot of Mm -hmm. sense to me because having one planet killer, in this entire galaxy, it's basically just going to be running around destroying moons and destroying planets until everybody shapes up. Having one or two of them doesn't make a whole lot of sense in managing an empire, but it does make sense as part of a defense fleet. And if those are your flagships of a defense fleet, then it makes a little bit more sense as to why you have them and why you made them so strong in the first place. Mm-hmm. So the Yuzon Vong, my favorite EU storyline. Sorry nice. if I seem a bit distracted, but we have a squirrel outside there. So. Oh, yay! More, <laughs> more animals joining the fun. Yeah. Is the sun already coming up over where you are? Uh, no, but it's getting light. It's getting uh, brighter. It's bit. getting there. It's getting there. <laughs> We're close. Yeah. I maybe have to go soon. I don't know how yeah, long. Yeah, I, I gotta oh, go pretty so. soon too. Unfortunately, Dude, I don't. I don't blame you one bit. Okay, Stephen, mm-hmm. why don't you uh, give us your top five and then? Can uh, I just uh, mention one first before? Sure. Sure. Before I forget it. Sure. Uh, uh, 
Uh, minus the Star Wars Infinity comics. And I wish we had okay. more of those. Okay, cool. That's cool. Wish we uh, could have a show that was them now. Oh, just uh, like yeah, the Marvel What If in the future. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Hmm. Okay, Steven. Let's do another edition of Schindler's List if you've got a five lined up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was tough because, like, you mentioned a couple good ones as well. And so, I guess, I don't know, since we said storylines, I guess I'll omit standalones for mine. So, like, uh, Darth Plagueis and Kenobi like those will be my honorable mentions I guess Okay. Um, number 5 Legacy of the Force I love seeing what they did with the Solo Twins like seeing how they grew and what they became and also like the stuff on the side with like Boba Fett I thought that was pretty cool made him feel very human uh, number 4 the Thrawn trilogy it just feels like a legitimate like sequel trilogy from back in the day and like added to the lore and whatnot well and for a long time that was the only star wars people had yeah like before the phantom menace came out that was like the only star wars people had to consume right like there were special edition comics and books and whatnot but the throne trilogy was like head and shoulders above lots of storylines agreed uh, for three, I'd also go with like the Dark Lord trilogy of Labyrinth of Evil, Revenge of the Sith, Dark Lord of the Rise of Dark Vader. Lucino just writes the characters so well in those. Yeah. Uh, number two, the Knights of the Old Republic comic series by John Jackson Miller. Um, Zane Carrick is a very great character, and I love the quote that he says where it's like, when you grow up never being good enough every day is a compromise between being between um uh what you want to be and what you are or something like that and it just resonates with me um i also like imagining that the seinfeld cast is the voices of the main characters of that series (laughs) and number one it's actually one I haven't finished yet, but the Star Wars Legacy comics, where it takes place over a century after everything, like the future of Star Wars, and it really does feel like a culmination of the entire expanded universe as we knew it at that point. So I think that's really cool. That is cool. Can you just uh, take the ones in between from and the Legacy again? I'm noting. Oh, he's taking notes. Oh, my man. My man. The recommendations we give are now things that people are going to be looking into. Wow, we have an influence. That is cool. (laughs) We've made the difference. Yeah. So what what were your your, your middle three again? Middle two. Middle two? Between Thrawn and Legacy. Oh, mine? Yes. Yeah. Uh, The Dark Lord trilogy. And the Knights of the Old Republic comics. Okay. That's cool. That is very cool. Well, Ben has already stepped aside, and we've heard from a couple of people that 
uh, they probably need to step aside soon. So let's let's try and start winding things down as best we can. One other element that we like to do here on the IPC podcast is a segment called the quote of the night. Um, so I'm just I'm just going to go around the horn and let's find one quote that we have memorized that we love that we catch ourselves repeating on a pretty regular basis something that maybe means a lot to us let's find our favorite quote it can be from a movie a book a tv show a philosopher a song anything that you want to try and pull a quote from this is your time to have a quote of the night i know people are thinking of theirs, so i'm going to lead off if that's cool with y'all so that you have a little bit more time to, to come up with something but for me, my favorite quote, as ironic as this may seem, Phantom Menace isn't exactly my favorite movie. It's not even my favorite Star Wars movie, but it does have my favorite quote. It's when um, Qui-Gon Jinn is, is on the platform with uh, young Anakin, and he gets down on his level, eye level, and he looks at him and he says, always remember, your focus determines your reality. And that is something that has stuck with me since 1999. Your focus determines your reality. Whatever you put your mind to, whatever you put your efforts to, your energies, your focus, whatever it is that you are that tuned into, that's going to turn into your reality eventually. Your focus determines your reality. There's my quote of the night. Love it. Great. I think for me, uh, I always go back to Indiana Jones. I lo- Indiana Jones is uh, one of my favorite things ever. And one thing I quote all the time, which doesn't really have any real significance, but it fits a lot of situations, and I use it a lot with my brother too, but in uh, The Last Crusade, when... Indy breaks into his dad's room at the uh, at the castle on the German-Austrian border, um, the castle of Runewald. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, escape. They try to escape, and the Nazis come in, and Indy takes a gun and just mows the Nazis down. And Uh, Sean Connery is like in total shock. And he's like, look what you did. I can't believe what you did. And I use that line all the time in so many situations. Is that where you got that stupid British accent that you did about how your tea was ruined? I I have nightmares about that video. (laughs) No, but that was, I don't know. I left the stove on too long. Jake, he was ruined. My tea was ruined. Jake, I have no idea what goes on with you. <laughs> I don't oh, no. know what rattles on in that tiny little brain of yours. I don't know. But I gotta it's keep got to be video. tired from bouncing off of your skull so often. I have so many other videos mm-hmm. where I did that voice, and that was just the <laughs> one I liked the most. Oh my gosh, uh, uh, Matthias, do you have a favorite quote? I'm trying to think of it right now. Oh, and I, it can I'm, be in your it can be in your native language too. By all means, like just don't, don't feel like you have to be confined to English for our sake. Like anything that you yeah. find inspirational, by all means. I actually have some English ones, but I'm bouncing through which one I should actually should use. But okay, well we we can circle back, Stephen. Do you have a favorite quote? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I thought of one. Okay. Uh, 
So this one is actually from a song by my favorite singer, John Anderson. And the song is called Incoming. And like, it's a really good song. I recommend listening to it. But it like reaches like this, like it feels very like um, uplifting and whatnot. It reaches this point where it feels like an uplifting climax. And so there's this like saying that keeps repeating, which is, Save love, save love given to us. Save love, save love given to us. And like that resonates with me because it's like, you know, times get tough, but it's like you got to remember like the love that is given to you by the people you give your love to as well. And like, if we remember that love like it keeps us going so yeah i think that's why that's my favorite quote of the night you're gonna make me cry steven that's that's cool (laughs) (laughs) i think i got one okay let's go for it it's a joda quote from uh, the clone wars uh, season three the assassin the one where we meet or sing again and she is trying to kill padme Mm-hmm. And at the uh, no, in the middle, I think it is where Yoda is trying to clear up the dreams that Ashoka is having. He's saying uh, many possible futures. No, I pushed it. Uh, uh, shit. Uh, for some reason, I can't remember the line now. <laughs> I just okay. had it at the tip of the tongue. That's a good episode to watch, honestly. Yeah. Just, go, yeah. just, go, just go watch the whole episode. That's a great standalone that actually mm-hmm. gives a lot of attention to characters like Aura Singh and Padme, which we needed more of in the Clone Wars. That's, I'm going to find the episode and try to find the, the quote. Okay, okay. Uh, Fluffy, we haven't heard from you in a little bit. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your favorite quote, man? I I have a couple on my mind, and both from a video game. I know okay. you, don't, you don't talk about video games as much on IPC, but um, not as much as I'd like. Yeah, I, I you got to get me on a video game episode. But the the quote is from sort of the sort of the sort of antagonist of Dragon Age from Dragon Age Origins um, by Flemeth, who is a very mysterious dark character that you encounter in the game. Um, it is, you are required to do nothing, least of all believe. Shut one's eyes tight or open one's arms wide. Either way, one's a fool. Interesting. It's a, she's a very mysterious character. I just, I love that about her. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I, think, I think I found it. Okay. Uh, I'll just read the Joda quotes. Okay. I'm not going to do a impression because I'm not that good on this voice. Choose you must how to respond to your visions. But remember, always emotion is the future and many possible futures there are. And that's so true. Mm-hmm. That is true. And and I think he's he's used that quote before. Doesn't he say always in motion in the future during Empire Strikes Back? Yeah, I've... yeah, something I think, like that. I think, I think, I think Luke sees the vision of of Han and Leia in pain, and he asks if they're gonna if they're gonna die. And Yoda closes his eyes for a moment and says, "Difficult to see. Always in motion is the future." 
So I really mm-hmm. like that kind of but storytelling consistency. This is apparently something that Yoda says on a pretty regular basis. Like he's yeah. saying it back in the Clone Wars and he's saying it during Empire Strikes Back. Like over the course of decades, he is always very mm-hmm. adamant about how in motion the future is. So that's yeah. cool. And that line Shock- has to how did he Sorry. not say that? how did he not say that in Last Jedi? <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you, man. How come I couldn't tell you. a lot of what? things weren't said I mean, in The Last Jedi? A lot of things were said in The Last Jedi, but I have caught myself quoting Yoda from The Last Jedi more more frequently. Just the quote of uh we are what they grow beyond. That yes. is the burden of mm-hmm. all masters. And I think uh, back on like previous mentorships that I've been a part of. I think back on so like weird. master apprentice relationships from Star mm. Wars, from Avatar, from you know just about anything that has that kind of duplicity to it. It really is the burden of the master to find a way to help the pupil surpass them. And that that was actually a really profound quote. I have a lot of other critiques about the Last Jedi, but that quote is not one of them. I did enjoy that one a lot. Um, I agree. It's just like the Beyond Burger. Oh, <laughs> circling back to that, are we? <laughs> oh man, it is getting late or yeah. early in Matthias's case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so, getting brighter. The sun is not up yet, but it's getting brighter. Man, I do love that part of the morning. If I was a morning person, that would be my favorite part of the morning, where it's not quite sunlight, Same. but it's light enough where you can see what's going on in the world. It's very cool. There's a little bit of dew on the grass. Like I do enjoy that, but really most of the time, the only time do you, do you want my love? Do it. Dude. Why have they not made a Snickers commercial about that yet? (laughs) Or is it? No, it's Nike. Just do it. Just do it. Just, just D E W it. Right. This episode sponsored Mm -hmm. by Mountain Dew. All right. No, this yeah. episode sponsored by Coke Zero. Thank you. This episode and, sponsored and, by and, itself. I am my own product <laughs> placement, bitch. <laughs> Which, by I the way, so. if you want swag like this, go to tpublic.com uh, forward slash IPC podcast. We've got some really cool shirts. We've got hoodies. We've got tank tops. We've got stickers. There's all kinds of stuff there. T-E-E. Are you getting any masks? Masks. That's a good question. I wonder if the place mm-hmm. actually does masks. Because I could totally see this logo slapped on a mask, couldn't you? That would that would be pretty yes. cool. That would be cool. I would really I'll... use that. I use this mask Even... right now for a school yeah. because some of my school is actually on the school and I have to take trains in back mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. home and uh, I don't want to get in there. So nope. Also, you might and be one of the only home from my grandma since it making uh, in some, but I would like to also have one that has my favorite podcast on it. Wow, that's that's very high praise. We will oh. we will definitely look into that, even if it's just for one person. <laughs> if if you're if if you Special if anybody else. If anybody else wants an IPC-themed mask, maybe we can find like an independent contractor that does that sort of thing, and we can make IPC-themed uh, masks, because that's definitely a very 2020 thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. I found one. Say what? Well, I was just going to say, unfortunately, I, ha- I do have to jump off now. I can't stick around for the barbecue segment, oh. unfortunately. Oh. But it has been fun. We've been on here mm-hmm. for I don't know how many hours now uh, probably close to three almost three but it's been a blast yeah. steven it's great to see you zach ben i know you're not here anymore 
but it's great to see you, dude. Jeff, uh, mm-hmm. Matthias. Good to see you, Ben. Dude, thanks for staying up so long and and just being here to see us. Thanks. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, got to have you back on Hype Function, Jake. Dude, I will, yeah. and I'll I'll try and be better about responding because I'm terrible. Like, ask anybody. We all life. are. I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm 300 episodes. Very proud. Very happy to be yeah. here the last uh year or so and uh yeah i can't wait to see what this next year brings hopefully well, it's you... better than 2020 i mean you've been right. a listener since the beginning jake pretty much or, i've been or less i've been or there less. since since near the beginning so um i will always be a listener oh man well thanks again for helping us celebrate 300 episodes dude looking forward to 301 and beyond yeah. Uh, yeah. We will see you when we see you, I suppose, or hear from you, depending on if you're listening. But yep. yeah, I guess well, we're all saluting good, now, apparently. So have a good night. <laughs> Bye. I Bye, Jake. Have a good night. Have a good morning. <laughs> Jake, it's all Thanks and good night and uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, that is Jake Damon. Find him as such, Jake Damon on social media or Jake W. Damon on Instagram. Jexpatch, J-E-X Patch is his art account on Instagram as well. So you can find him at all those places. Ben's account is Ben Hart with no E. Just spell that out phonetically. Mm-hmm. You can find him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to follow our podcast at IPC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you're not doing so already. All right, we're down to the final four, fellas, and apparently only one original yeah. host, which is kind of weird, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we'll uh, we'll make it work. I'm gonna I'm gonna cruise us mm-hmm. on into the finish line with the final segment of the evening. And I'm actually really glad that Matthias has been able to stick around for this uh this final portion because i'm really really curious if there's anything that resembles barbecue where you live is there anything that that based on the photos that we've shared and the discussions that we've had is there anything that even comes close yes there is because we have barbecue in a is it true is it true barbecue though or is it like korean barbecue where they just slap a lot of casey masterpiece on it and call it barbecue (laughs) um I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. So describe barbecue. We, um, we put them in. We put them on a grill, and we have them on there for some time, and then we put them on the plate and eat. Okay. And also has some sauce, of course. Okay. How's it okay. taste? Very, very straightforward. It but I like great. It's something. It's uh, mostly some of the best food I can get to eat. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, our friend Francisco is listening in the chat and he says chicharron <laughs> oh man what I would give for some chicharrones right now that sounds so good oh dude I'm telling you okay um, Fluffy yeah, your, yeah. your favorite barbecue and why I oh man I uh, too much too, too many things um, my, dad made, one. my dad Got makes one. killer barbecue but I can't specifically identify it so you might not like this, but Wingstop Barbecue. You know, barbecue boneless wings, man, from Wingstop. Yeah, I, t- I knew you wouldn't like it, Zach. That's not barbecue! <laughs> boneless wings aren't even wings. They're just glorified chicken nuggets. They're wings, dude. Come on. They're shaped like it. Come on. Have you seen that viral video of that guy that stood up in front of the city council asking for his oh, entire no. city to abolish the term boneless wings? Of course there is someone. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the funniest videos I have watched all year because he's like super, super serious about it. And he goes on like this two minute tangent for logistical reasons why boneless wings are like 
things that should not exist and should not be called boneless wings. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> but to each their own. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. knocking Wingstop. I've, Dude, I've had it. Then y'all had gotta, it. Y'all got to invite me to Mississippi. I really want to try Ben's barbecue. Come on. Ben's man. barbecue is awesome. His ribs and his pulled pork sandwiches are, like, unequaled in all honesty. Um, if I ever get to America, I will really want to go. Hey, we have actually been in talks with uh, Jake Damon about potentially doing a road trip out to Mississippi sometime. So um, Jake would theoretically fly into Dallas from where he lives. I've got a buddy named Mondo who lives in this area too. Mondo, yes. Yeah. And um, the three of us have talked about like carpooling out to Mississippi (laughs) to go hang out with Ben for a few days, have the barbecue, go to the beach, stuff like that and then drive back to the Dallas area. So it would be the three of us, Jake, me, and Mondo, on a road trip to Mississippi and back, having a lot of road trip shenanigans, and then Jake would fly home from Dallas. The only catch is Jake's about to become a dad. Oh. <laughs> so we only got yeah. a few months left to do this in before it's baby time. And so um, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But if there's a chance at like getting a whole bunch of people to meet in Mississippi, I kind of want to make that happen. <laughs> so we'll, uh, sure. we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Steven, you are up. I don't even know, like you were making non meat burgers earlier. So is barbecue even a part of your palate? Um, I mean, I had barbecue on multiple occasions, um, okay. but I also know you're not going to like my answer. My favorite is <laughs> Korean barbecue. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean to like disrespect Korean barbecue before. Like it, it's, it's, it's a really unique and really clever fusion. It's just, it's so different. The stylization, the preparation, it's all so different from Texan barbecue that it's like a culture shock for me. And so I'm not, I'm not trying to disrespect the culture. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me the way other barbecue does. That's, that's. Yeah. I I mean, I really like the taste and how you don't have to like really cut through bone or if there is bone, maybe it's like very little of it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just like something that me and my brother have loved doing is going to like get Korean barbecue. So yeah, I really like it. That's cool. That is cool. And that's what barbecue should be about is it, it should be about the flavor. It should be about the experience and it should be about family. Like I think, I, I, I think barbecue, that sounds kind of cannibalistic. Not going to lie. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say that to Alex, but man, don't, 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 don't eat your brother. Um, right. But man, I, I still cannot get over the fact that this is our 300th episode. Wow. Like hair. 300 is like a milestone. I really never thought I would get to. And really? I really never thought that I would be mm-hmm. celebrating it with so many people. Like I've gotten a lot of congratulations messages on different platforms. I've been able to celebrate with the three of you and Ben and Jake and that random dude, Ryan, who showed up for like 20 <laughs> minutes. He was like, I just saw this on Twitter and decided I'd hop on. What the hell? Like, I like random troll over <laughs> there. Like, but, 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 but that is so cool. That is so fun that we've got mm-hmm. that kind of an outreach that, that – Somebody brand new to the program just hops on the Zoom call because he can. And then people like you guys who have been yeah. with us for a really, really long time, 
you know, y'all are the reason that we do what we do. The people that are still listening live after almost three hours, you are the reason <laughs> that we do what we do. Thank you to people like George and Francisco and Dave and, and Michael. And I, I like, I, I can't even count all the different people that have been a part of all of our shenanigans over the years. But I mean, we've had, we've had some really, really awesome guests. You guys are included in that, obviously. And I'm, I'm, I'm humbled. I'm grateful. And I'm excited to see. You hyped? To, I'm hyped to see what's <laughs> going to happen next. I'm hyped to see what's going to happen too, next. Man. Because uh, whatever, whatever that holds, as long as we've got support like you guys, I know mm-hmm. we're going to do great things. So yeah. thank you so much for being a part of this 300th episode with me. And, and thank you for just being a, a part of the IPC family. It's it's a really cool thing. I would not have gotten to know any of you guys without this podcast. And uh, I'm, I'm really grateful that I got to share that with you tonight. Hashtag Zach Yard watch. Hey, I'm the last man standing. So <laughs> I guess yeah. I got to close this puppy out, but I really don't want to. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys have any socials or your own shows that you want to plug really quick before we call it a night? Yeah, uh, I'll go first. Um, okay. You follow my music podcast on Facebook at Maniacal Melodies. Check out channelm38.com slash maniacal melodies and channelm38.com slash hype function. Hype function is my Star Wars and films and superhero films and video game podcast. I'm doing a couple of maniacal melodies episodes this weekend, like I do every Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on channelm38. But what's important to all of y'all, a week from tomorrow, so that would be September the 19th, I am having, you all know Ben, so I'm having him on hype function along with Jess from the Faithful Fangirl podcast. So we're going to have a, a riveted Star Wars discussion. I met Jess at, I met her at Force Fest 2020. You know, they're both awesome people. You know Ben's awesome, of mm. course. But um, He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, so just you can follow me on Twitter at Hype Function. And yeah, great to be here for IPC 300. I was there at number one. I've been a guest a couple of times before. And I can't wait to be back here for, for episode 600 or – whatever else in the future that that Zach would like to have me on. So Man, yeah. if, if we make it, this, if we make it hundred, <laughs> I'm going to like, I'm going to go. I don't 26. know. 26. Man, that'll, that'll be in another six years. So I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like 33, 34 by then. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, who knows what'll be happening in my mid thirties. Who really knows? I, I don't. Uh, Steven, what you got coming up on, on your, uh, podcasting platforms uh yeah so i host a show called delayed replay which you can find at so channel 1138.com slash delayed replay basically we pretend like the movies that got delayed this year came out on time and we make them up as we review slash recap them um so yeah you can find those on apple spotify google even youtube uh, recently released the Minions The Rise of Gru episode. Ooh. And um, I also recorded one with Star Raptor on Star Wars Light of the Jedi. So that one will Chris, be Chris, how did I forget Chris? He's been on this show before. Awesome yeah. dude. <laughs> he's, a, he's a great guy. If you're not following Star Raptor on YouTube, you shouldn't have a YouTube page. <laughs> Yeah, and I've had uh, both Zach and Jeff and also Ben on the show, too. So, like, the New Mutants, uh, Tenet, 
Star Wars mm-hmm. Racer Remastered. Dude, I remember Fast that. Fast and Furious Crossroads. God, that so. Fast and Furious episode. I knew the game was going to be bad because it had bad <laughs> reception when it was announced. And it, and it is bad in reality. But on our show, mm-hmm. I, I pretended we didn't, it wasn't released yet. So I just started ta- ripping the game, tearing it apart. I, I think Steven was a little bit taken aback by my negativity about it. It was very entertaining. So if you want to see me be negative, you know, there's that delayed replay. Steven, have you, <laughs> have you actually seen new mutants yet not yet i'm okay it's not playing anywhere near me so neither 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 have i and i'm really curious how close to the mark we might have actually hit it with that review (laughs) like i'm genuinely i'm genuinely curious like i want to go back and listen to our delayed replay episode and then go watch new mutants to do like a comparison contrast on how close it might have been Yeah, I know Star Raptor has seen it. Uh, he says there is a circle scene like we saw in the trailer, but it doesn't last 30 minutes or however long we said it lasted. <laughs> we said it was like 30, 45 minutes or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like tons of exposition. Yeah. Oh, well. Can't win them all. Um, uh, I like... I like it. Say what? Hmm? I'm sorry. Uh, I, I was going to say I like the new mutants, but... It wasn't as good as I hoped it was. It's really. That's kind of the case with most Fox Marvel movies, if we're being honest. It's like, yeah, it was good, but it wasn't as good yeah. as I thought. I, I like many of them, but there are always some that are just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. I didn't mean that. There's, they made me a fan of X Men, but. There's a reason why we don't have a whole lot of X Men reviews on IPC. I don't even think we did it. Mm-hmm. I understand, even though I will want you to do them. Uh, yeah, do I know, and I, I kind of want to do them too. But that, that, like, to do that, we'd have to go back to like mm-hmm. the old two thousands ones with Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. I like those. And then I like, thought you, you guys did that trilogy. Was mm-hmm. it just it, Ben and Jake for those ones, or was it? I didn't. I don't remember yeah. us doing that. But I don't remember half of the stuff that we did. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm pretty sure it might have been like Ben and Jake, and maybe you were busy or something. It might have mm, been. Yes. Okay. So yeah. then we do uh we do first class, Days of Future Past and uh Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. And Dark yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, and Logan. Oh god. We gotta do Dark Phoenix. Okay, Logan is gonna be tough. That might end up being an RIPC episode, which is a thing, by the way. That's uh, okay. Go follow the Phantom Empire if you want to find episodes of an R rated IPC show. We're getting ready to record a couple more episodes and distribute those, so uh, be sure to go check them out over there. Matthias, I know you don't so have a, a, a podcast per se, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure you listen to a lot of them. Do you have any outside of IPC yes. that you would recommend to people? Well, uh, outside of uh, Underworld, I do, <laughs> um, I do listen to Star Wars Bookworms nowadays, and that's okay. pretty fun. And uh, uh, welcome to Level Seven, with, which is a podcast about the whole Marvel MCU universe. Okay, it's everything from the movies to the TV shows. And uh, right now, I'm listening through their episodes about Ancient Shield season seven, and that's pretty okay. good. Okay, that's pretty- and um, and my favorite podcast that is a fictional podcast in a way is hello from magic tavern which is about a guy card called arnie who is uh, trapped in the magical land of foon hmm. who, where he 
he just jumped into the, a portal at uh, Burger King. And then, whoops, yeah. he was in food. <laughs> <laughs> it, and it's, a very, it's the most fun show I've ever listened to. <laughs> it's amazing, and uh, I want to listen to more of it. I can that's really very, recommend it. That, that's interesting. I'm always looking for, for new stuff because I, I drive a lot for work, and so sometimes I'll listen to just mm-hmm. music or the radio stations, the local radio stations, but... Every now and then, I've got a lot of driving and a lot less going from place to place, and it's like longer distance. Mm-hmm. So, when it's stuff like that, I'm always trying to find some new stuff, and that one that sounds pretty promising. So, also maybe... another thing, uh-huh. if uh, if anybody else that also listens to this podcast is uh, Norwegian, then the, I would like if you maybe read my articles on the Chino magazine in the. Or the cinema magazine for English people. Uh, where I write articles about mostly movies and some TV series and review some. That's Pretty awesome. Fun. That's awesome, mm-hmm. man. I I I I can't I can't read them, but I'm proud of you. Yep. <laughs> that is Thanks. that is that is that is a that is a really cool thing to be able to promote. So yeah. Um yeah. I, I think we've oh. given all the plugs that we can give. I am Zach the Voice, Z A C H the Voice, or Zach dot the Voice on uh, Instagram. And again, you can find our podcast at IPC Podcast mm-hmm. on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The OBS software says we've been on Facebook Live for almost two hours and forty minutes, and Mixler is showing us for a lot longer than that. So it's officially time to say good morning in Matthias's case and good night. Mm-hmm for the rest of us that is officially it for episode 300 Mm -hmm. of the intergalactic peace coalition podcast here's to many more but for everybody that was Mm -hmm. a part of this show from ben to jake from jeff to steven to matthias and ryan and anybody else that listened in i'm zach we're looking forward to next time but until that time comes around we're just going to leave you with this final thought Great leaders inspire greatness in others. And we hope to see you great people next time right here on IPC. But until then, good night, everyone. The old theme. (laughs) That's the old theme, the Galaxy Quest theme. I sung it it in the wrong key, but that's okay.